The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. I'm holding on a rope, got me ten feet off the ground. Mm -hmm. That's good. And I'm hearing what you're saying, but I just can't make a sound. I'm wet. You tell me that you need me, and you go and cut me down. Testify. But wait. Tell me that you're sorry, didn't think I'd turn around and say, it's too late to apologize. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Band over to the front. Touch your toes. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome for uh, welcome to another episode of Damn. Oh, there it is. That's scary. Hey, uh, you're bit into that one. Boy. And uh, of course, with the, uh, the uh, apologize, it is time for us to get it off of our channel. Our chest, all of our grievances. Uh, so here it is. Well, really, more more your grievances that we're, yes. we're atoning for. Yes, sir. I think. Okay, all right. Uh, my my apology has nothing to do with this show. Actually, I'm taking a personal route. Oh, come okay. on. I want to apologize to not the fans of the show, but actually to my co-host Greg. Okay, Greg, That's... I'm going to stare you in the eyes right what? now. What, yeah, really, what's going on here? I want to apologize to you for after drinking uh, a dangerous amount of whiskey, dragging you to a boxing boot camp class. <laughs> We're doing this, okay. And force feeding you pre-workout, causing you to throw up violently in the gym parking lot after oh the workout. Oh, boy. And for that... I'm sorry. This is an actual thing that happened. <laughs> Although I, I would say I never blamed you. Okay, well, that's my apology. Thank you. I Apology accepted. But, Thank you. Uh, that was... See, it's, it's all love here at Damn That Scary. It's all love. Okay. All right, well, if we're, uh, if we're apologizing, I'm, I'm going to take it in a slightly different direction. Uh, I would literally never apologize to Micah for anything. Okay. Uh, ever. Yeah, I mean, that's... that's, uh, that's because that, that, I, I hate him. Way. But I will apologize to... Uh, our audience mm-hmm. last episode had a little uh, minor indiscretion mm. in which I insensitively, uh, foolishly referred to a character as Roadblock. Preach, oh. brother. Now, my thinking here was this man is military, trained in weapons. Mm-hmm. He's wearing the you know the soldier's uniform. He's yeah. a GI Joe. Right, right. Let's call him Roadblock. Okay. Which I, you know, I'm a fan of the GI Joes. Okay. I feel like this was a this was a a loving tribute. I thought it was funny. However, um, Roadblock sucks. Oh, right. <laughs> so I really I should have called him something cool like Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes. You know, like Snake Eyes is way better. Or even um, Beachhead. You guys remember Beachhead? <laughs> that guy was fucking cool. Okay. Like I, it, this guy should have been a Snake Eyes or a Beachhead. Right, let's 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 back up a little bit. Obviously, um, I'm not gonna call him Storm Shadow because he's the White Ninja. Uh, maybe um, 
Doctor Mindbender. If we're gonna go with keep going. you're losing Will. I know. No, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> he got it. He, he brought it back. I was gonna stop him questioning about why Roblox is not the thing to bring up, but he said the White Ninja is the worst one to bring up. It's all right. We're good. But you know, I think I, I have a solution to our problem. Okay. Um, if we're gonna refer to GI Joes, if we're going to nickname people based on GI Joes, let's go. Let's go neutral with it. Okay. Uh, you guys fans of Destro? Yes. Oh yeah. Are you aware of Destro? I'm aware of Destro, yeah. He's a, a, a silver god. Yes. And I think that this um, this is inoffensive to everyone. Okay. I'll, I mean, honestly, complimentary. That's true. That's true. Let's go with Destro. We're, if we're gonna if we're gonna GI Joe nickname people, I declare from this day forward they are all Destros. I'm just glad you didn't call Willie from Stakeland Black Forest. Well, that would just be absurd. Mm-hmm. Okay, but here's the thing, though. Like, but like, why did you bring that up? The piano is still playing. <laughs> like, you're trying to intertwine all the back bolts and all the movies we watch. Well, maybe I need people to go back and listen to those past episodes. Yeah. Huh? I mean, we yeah. gotta we gotta keep giving work. I mean, to we do. Pianist. But yeah, I will find any excuse to use the word pianist. <laughs> will penis? Yeah. Your apology. Oh, okay. Um, this microphone smells funny. Bat. That was me, sorry. I feel like you don't... Anyway, okay. Nope. I'm not going to jump into that one. All right. Um, I guess I should apologize to both of you. Really? Actually, yeah. Um, because I don't listen to any of our episodes. Um... <laughs> And <laughs> just out yourself. I should probably start doing that because. Well, you gotta. I say shit. You gotta I, be less of a roadblock and more of a Destro. Okay, well, here we go. <laughs> this is real Black Forest over oh, here, guys. Okay. Yeah, bullshit. Okay. This, this, oh, this is the show today. Will doesn't know what we're talking about though because you never listened to that episode. I re- yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> guys, thank you so much for tuning into the show. Uh, apology accepted, Will. Okay. Uh, yes, yes, accepted. Everyone, I just want to start I the will show. Do better, and I'll be better. There you go. That could be your 2021 right there. Um, me. I'm finding a lot of uh, a lack of resolutions, and I'm kind of into that, man. <laughs> That's because 2020 because sucked, and people were afraid of 2021. That's why. Yeah, really. Nobody is. Uh, they were right to be afraid of it. Well, Nobody's yeah. really mentioned resolutions. Six days in, we had shit going on. Something happened. Uh, you ain't watching news. What happened? It was an insurrection. A little bit of a clown show down in D.C. from what I heard. Oh, cool, cool, cool. That's fun. Um, real Niggas was wilding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, real quick, uh, I know this is a horror podcast, and the movie that we, we are covering today is technically not horror, so we, we are a big fan of trash cinema, B-movies, exploitation films, whatever you would call it. And I feel like depending on who you... Like, who you, who you talk to, though, this, this, this can be a, a terrifying situation, too. I know there's a word it, for frogophobia that is not frogophobia, and there are people who have it. They, yes, there are. It is very terrifying. But uh, one of the things really quick is uh, the the she called herself a B-movie icon. I consider her the exploitation queen. Julie Strain passed away yesterday. Uh, she died peacefully at the age of 58 years old. I know uh, she was suffering from a head injury. Uh, that she sustained back in 2018, and uh, she's had dementia since then. 
Uh, there was a rumor that she passed away last year around this time. It ended up being false, but unfortunately, now it is confirmed she did pass away uh, peacefully last night. So we just want to say rest in peace to Julie Strain. Uh, yes. I know Our if condolences to all of her friends and family. If you're in your 30s or 40s, chances are you have masturbated to her movies. Dane, don't lie. Greg, I know you have. The name sounds familiar to me, but She's... I don't. She participated she, in a lot of uh, late night films. What, yeah. What, had, what, what, what has she been? Because I don't, I don't, this is terrible. Pleasure. Jesus. It, I can't even, a thousand movies. Yeah. Okay. Literally like a thousand movies. Julie Strain was a, a goddess. Right. Uh, she was an Amazon queen. Uh, she Let's was. Just, anyone who's interested in uh, checking out her catalog, uh, just get on fucking Tubi. And type her name in. And no, we're not. I, this sounds like we're sponsored by two. We're not. They're not we, paying us. We push this shit every week. But there's probably like 150 of her movies on Tubi. Yeah, absolutely. Julie Strain was married to the creator of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, David Eastman. Uh, she was no also she, Yeah, she was also six Is foot one. True? Yeah, that's true. Uh, she was six foot one. And it was really hard for her to get work because of her height. Because a lot of the male co-stars would be like five six, five eight. Uh, Will, yes. Question. Um, Okay, he let's just... He just raised his hand. I don't now, know why I raised my what hand. What a polite gentleman, not interrupting me. Well, today's a, a weird day. Um, <laughs> so I'm on her Wikipedia page. Yeah. And there's nothing that says she died. Okay. Uh, when, that, did, when did she die? Yesterday. Okay, so... Yeah, that, that, takes, that takes a little bit, Will. Um, I mean, there's... Uh, yeah, it's uh, it was confirmed. Joe Bob Briggs confirmed it. January 13th, um, Hollywood Reporter. Julia Strange, statuesque star of B-Moves, is not dead. Statuesque? I like that. That was last year's rumor. 2020? Oh. Yeah, exactly. Why does uh, Julia Strange keep dying? Uh, Julia Strange is... is Unfortunately, it is true. She is dead now. Um, she's she's kind of been an invalid for the past year. Um, Fuck, dude. He's going he's gonna to say that word? A, a, a vegetable? Apologize. What's what's the? I, I don't know what the word is. I mean, Julie Strain was uh, she was si- she was six foot six. She had a really hard time getting six work. Six foot one. You had sorry. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm, I I said that already. Damn it. Now I was you thinking. Know, I was thinking of Hulk Hogan. You threw me off by pulling up her Wikipedia page. Hulk I was just, not six, in, six, you know, six yes, three. Yes. You know, I'm trying to fucking put her over, man. That's in all death, right. In death, she's six foot six. In, yeah. Uh, she she had you know a really what? seven foot six. She had a hard time getting work because of uh, of, the, of the, her counterparts were awfully short. So that's when she started getting cast in like post apocalyptic movies, being like a big glamazon warrior and yeah. Amazon. Yeah, exactly. And her joke was is that she was definitely worth the climb. Did you say glamazon? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, man, that's beautiful. She was a big old big big glamazon man, uh, and she was gorgeous, beautiful. We all loved her, yeah. um, especially if you're a fan of like Roger Corman's movies. Then obviously you grew up with her. If you like uh, the Conan the Barbarian aesthetic, yes, you know that kind of stuff. Battle queens. So uh, let me sorceress warriors. So let me ask you this: where, where did you see that she died? Because I, literally everything that's come up said that, that, that she's not dead. Uh. Like nothing, like even like nothing as recently as like this, to like today, and has not said anything as far as internet. Because if, if she, no, I'm just saying, like I'm not, I'm not trying to fucking. Yeah, no, unfortunately, yeah, her family did confirm it. Joe Bob has posted about it. Felissa Rose has posted okay. about it. Um, and then I, I, I think you just pulled something up that said, yeah, it, it is confirmed. Yeah. But yeah, if you Google it right now, the only thing coming up is the the. Her 2020, the 2020 yeah. thing where everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, she's dead," uh, but now unfortunately is confirmed she did die peacefully okay. at the age of 58. Well, I do apologize for that. <laughs> um, 
And she is most certainly gone to Amazon heaven. Yes, the B-movie heaven uh, up there fighting dinosaurs and uh, robot zombies. Yes. And probably introducing black leather to uh, an environment where it may not have existed And before. studs and so. those... God damn those fantastic breasts! Hell I, thought, yeah. I thought you were going a whole different way with that when you said you said black first. <laughs> God damn it, Will! <laughs> All right, so, uh, for, henceforth, we will refer to Julie Strain as Roadblock. <laughs> I don't have much going on this week other than that uh, Pablo from the Evil Dead, Ash vs Evil Dead, the actor who uh, played as Pablo is uh, going to be in the uh, the video game. Pablito, yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, little Pablito. Uh, yeah, I. That's great. That's that's absolutely awesome. So we have Dana De Lorenzo. That's my guy. Uh, who's when, Kelly? When we, uh, and then uh, when we get this game, all of us. That's all. Going to that's do all it. you're gonna play as. I'm Pablito. I call it. Uh, and uh, one more thing before we get into the movie of the week, I actually wanted to formally invite both of you, Will and Greg. My, uh, I'm busy that day. My co, <laughs> <laughs> Oi. My, my co-host. Oh, oh, let's go. Oi, oh, let's go. <laughs> uh, my two fabulous co-hosts and two of my best friends. I want you guys to come over on the 22nd to my place. For a viewing of Psycho Goreman. Oh, let's oh, do hell this. yeah. Yeah. Let's so do I this. am totally going to buy this movie the day it comes out. I'm, we're going to download it. Let's drink a bunch. Let's be the first to review that, too, actually. My wife is going to be out of town, so let's get silly. Hell, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx, owe me a soda. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jinx, owe me a hand job. Oh. Yeah, look at it. That's even better. You don't have to ask me twice. <laughs> so, guys, uh, without further ado, I want to get into the movie of the week. Now, we are still covering post-apocalyptic horror Last week, we got a little depressing with Stakeland. This week, and like I mentioned last week, we're going to turn it right the fuck around, and we're going to have ourselves a good time. Yeah. Yes, and I am so happy to announce that Will finally loves the movie that I picked. Yeah, this movie is it's fucking sick. I think it's this is really, a first. Yeah. Yes. It's really good, though. So without further ado, Will introduce the name of the movie. Uh, this film comes from 1988. It stars... WWE, WWF Hall of Famer, Rowdy, Roddy Piper. The Hot Rod. Hot Rod. Hot so, Rod. Yeah. yeah. Hot Rod. And a bunch of other fucking people that I didn't get names for. My favorite wrestler of all time. Really? Might I say. Really? Yeah, no doubt. Shit. All right. Nice. Okay, now. Let's hold him down. Spit in his mouth until he, until you fucking say you're fucking... Le- Is this true? Is this true? Well, you know me pretty well. Who else do you think I would like better than Roddy Piper? Goldberg. Nobody likes Goldberg. <laughs> I learned this last week. Um, <laughs> I love Goldberg. What are you talking about? Yeah, I'm fine with him. Apparently, yeah. nobody else wants him what to about, what about have a job. Tugboat? Oh, shit. Oh, Tugboat. I fucked you up. Have you been recording my, my text messages? Yes. <laughs> That's kind of funny, though. Actually, I have... I have had significant conversations about tugboat. And oh, I, really? I paid him up. <laughs> <laughs> Although that's mostly facetious. If I was going to be totally honest, I do love I love me some Rowdy Rowdy. Okay. And a lot, uh, to be honest, a lot of it has to do with his acting. You know, the fact Good. that he, he transcends wrestling. And to know? bring it back around, we are um, covering today, Hell Comes to Frogtown. That was awesome. Ribbit. Yes. Ribbit. <laughs> Ribbit. Uh, so, guys... 
Let's talk about this movie. Uh, the movie is actually written and directed by Don Jackson. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, Don Jackson, the how he got this movie is that he was notorious for making these uh, these independent horror films and documentaries for 5000 bucks or less. Yeah. Right? That that was kind of like his uh his thing. Now, uh the movie that he made right before Hell Comes to Frogtown was called I Like to Hurt People. Have you heard of this one? <laughs> no. No. I Like to Hurt People followed Andre the Giant. Okay. Uh Haku. Oh, nice. And a few other wrestlers from the 1980s that were heels. Perhaps Tugboat? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Tugboat was a heel, and he did turn into fucking Typhoon. So. Yeah, but Tugboat was a face. He was happy. Please he just typhoon. He was come, he come to the ring with Tug Tug. The, fucking, the, the, the Typhoon part of him took him over, and he fucking... Listen this is, here. This is very important Tug, to me. Please tugboat? tell me Tugboat is in this. Tugboat? I, yo, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, like, back in like the 91 Rumble, I think it was, yeah. I, I, I fucking love Tugboat. Were you going for Tugboat? I was. Yeah, well. Tugboat, come on. Doo, doo. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, Tugboat's the man, man. Tugboat. He's kind of the shit. That's what I'm saying. I wrote a letter to Hulk Hogan after Earthquake messed him up, <laughs> and it was because Tugboat was in the hospital room reading letters to Hulk Hogan <laughs> to like get better, and he would send you like a Hulk Hogan friendship bracelet. He didn't read my letter, but I did send the letter. All about Hulk Hogan, you know, when he beat Iron Sheik, body slammed Andre the Giant. That's because Terry Belay is a piece of shit. Well, I know that now. Yeah. Yeah. And guess what else? I also didn't get a friendship bracelet, but I did get a postcard from Hulk Hogan. Did you? Yeah. It wasn't written. It was typed out. Did it have Uh, Tugboat's (laughs) body hair attached to it? No, but it smelled an awful lot like cheese and fish. Oh, that's Tugboat. That's Tugboat. Tugboat touched that. He handled that. Hell yeah! I mean, he's on he's on a tugboat. That's all he eats is cheese and fish. I mean, that's that's kind of like his signature. Yeah, he didn't have to write on it. <laughs> so Don Jackson made this. <laughs> he made this documentary. We tried to like go on tangents, and we go on tangents anyway. <laughs> yeah, the guy stays out the day. We're under pressure. We're in a pressure cooker. Right under uh, pressure. Shit! No, stop it. <laughs> We have to be. It's twelve thirty eight p.m. We have to be out of here by two. You guys remember when Vanilla Ice did that interview? All right. Stop. Oh, I remember that. Stop is that when he was talking listen. about Suge Knight? Suge Knight day live out of a window. No, damn it, Greg. Focus. Focus. Uh, okay, we can do this. We, we can do this. We can do it. All right. All right. Deep so, Vanilla so, Ice, Ice Baby. Don Jackson. Don Jackson made this movie for five grand, a simple five grand, and he, and in return. A million fucking dollars. Oh, there you go. Every one of them deserved. A $5,000 movie made a million bucks back in the 80s. That was, like, huge. Do you know what other $5,000 product made a fucking million dollars? Fleshlight. Ice, ice, baby. Oh. Yeah, okay, Ice Ice Baby. But also, uh, Don Don Jackson also worked with Roger Corman back in uh, way back in the day. He was actually working with uh, Roger Corman back in the day with James Cameron. They were working together on set, and uh, to, uh, him and James actually became friends. Don Jackson, who wrote and directed this movie, he also uh, he also went on to shoot some of the scenes in the Terminator back when. Uh, Back when this was a, a part of the shooting with Terminator, they actually ran out of money, so they called for the man himself, Don Jackson. He came in and shot these scenes for dirt cheap. I don't know exactly what he shot in the Terminator, but uh, I imagine if you go back and watch the Terminator, maybe the stuff that looks really cheap 
Okay. You could the, look and be like, "The ones where uh, Tugboat was the stunt double." For, uh, for this is why we're not going to get done at two. <laughs> <laughs> you can pick it out. If we you, if apologize you pause in advance, Matt, because <laughs> this shit ain't going good at all. So uh, the other thing that Don Don Jackson is also famous for is he invented what's called Zen filmmaking. Have you ever heard of Zen filmmaking? It, honestly, it does sound familiar. Zen filmmaking is getting really big stars, right? Now, when I say big stars, I mean guys along the line of Frank Stallone and Ronda Shear. Hell yeah. There you go. And a bunch of other names on that level. Put them together into um, into like an exotic setting and explain what their character is and then act off each other with no script. Okay. Throw a little Stephen Baldwin in there and I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you got yourself Zen filmmaking right there. I mean, I'm not a big fan of it. I think it's kind of silly. Honestly, I feel like he's probably the best Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, sure. Yeah. Uh, the other thing about this movie, this movie, uh, Don actually referred to it as Sam a Samurai Frog Spaghetti Western. Uh, the movie is... Yeah. 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 The movie is meant to be a parody of all the 1980s post-apocalyptic movies like Mad Max, it Thunderdome, stuff like that. that. It's making fun of it, but at the same time, it's being true to it because there are points in society where men are kind of scarce and there's just women. Yeah. That is a thing. It has happened in the past. Uh, and then you have to, you have to uh, breed with multiple women to kind of start things up again. Okay. You know, it's a, it's a daunting task, really. How did I miss that? No, it's, you know, it's, it's a couple hundred years ago, here okay. and there, whatever. You know, shit happens, man. See, I, I saw some similarities between uh, this story and Big Trouble in Little China. How so? Uh, that was that was just the feel of it. Um, the dance of the three snakes, the, the, the burning blade thing. And, yeah. Uh, uh, the main character is just general attitude towards the whole adventure. Um, the kind of shitty... But kind of awesome uh, special effects. Yeah, there is kind of a carpenter feel to it, isn't there? Yeah, you know, it's actually Roddy Piper filmed this movie in the same year that he filmed They Live. Oh, oh, yeah. This was at the height of Piper's career. Uh, Piper was just a couple years off of WrestleMania. Everyone forgets, like WrestleMania one was nineteen eighty five. This is nineteen eighty eight. Like three three years before that. Yeah, a couple years. He was feuding with Hulk Hogan who is the, the biggest thing ever, and he just came off of this feud. Yeah. It turned him face. He left wrestling. He went to Hollywood. Hollywood didn't work, and he had to go back to wrestling. Uh, Which is I, wild, because he is leaps and bounds a better actor than Hogan is. I would make the argument that Hollywood worked. It was just... I, I, exactly. I, I think a lot of it has to do with that whole once a wrestler, always a wrestler. You never truly leave. Right? So like, look at The Rock. The way they rock Johnson. Okay, he comes back and he wants to wrestle. The thing that keeps him, and he does want to wrestle, but the things that, that's keeping him from that are guys like Michael Bay. You know, that's like, oh, like yo, like, we can't have you go and wrestle and get hurt, you know, for, for whatever, when you could be making trillions of dollars. Say, he's making right. millions of dollars making movies. But his passion is wrestling. And he knows that Tugboat is just nipping at his heels. Like, he's just waiting for him to go down. Two, two. Whose dick I got to suck to get Tugboat versus The Rock? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I would love to see that. Well, how would you like to go through the cast of characters real quick? Let's do it up. All right. So we're this is Hell Comes to Frogtown. And our main character, the aforementioned Rowdy Rowdy Piper, 
plays Sam Hell. Mm-hmm. Sam Hellman. Just just a hell of a hell Helm- of a character wait, name. Hellman like the mayonnaise Hellman? Yeah. Yeah, just okay. like that. No, Hellman's. He's uh, Hellman. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he's, he's the only one. Okay. But he yeah. is really fucking white. So that's a thing. Okay. He but he's, a, he had a tint. He is basically Snake Pliskin, or Pliskin. How did I fuck that up? He is basically, <laughs> he's basically Snake Pliskin. <laughs> he is he's basically Snake Pliskin with a legendarily potent member. And this is a big part of his character. He is and the movie. shooting fierce. Now, I would yes. be really upset if my deck did that. He's all in that Kratom. Well, I, I was forced, <laughs> literally forced, to give him the nickname of Rowdy Rowdy Pecker. <laughs> all right. I did not have a choice. I like that. One. See, that's what I was looking forward to. I'm like, what nicknames is Greg going to come up with this week? <laughs> you know, I, I dabbled with uh, Rowdy Rowdy Pipe Cleaner. Whoa. Oh. But I, I had to go with the Packer on this one. Yeah, Pipe Cleaner would have been too much to say to make him make. It doesn't have the rhythm. Have, yeah, yeah, doesn't have now, if you were Michael Buffer, Michael Buffer, Michael Buffer, you would call him <laughs> I, like. You know, I actually am Michael Buffer. Rowdy, Rowdy, <laughs> lays pipe and flies kites, Piper. Yes. Yeah. All right. Just fucking all these girls and go fly some kites. That's what <laughs> I was envisioning. Yeah. This whole thing. Um, so next up, we have uh, the female lead. Named Spangle, which is an odd name, so I had to change that one real quick. <laughs> um, before they mentioned her actual name in the film, I was just calling her Dr. Tits. I, I, I legit called this, I was like, blonde doctor. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. is an absolute smoke show. Dude. Her career died after this movie. What? Yeah. So she was everywhere, like, in the early 80s, and she also, she was awfully skinny in this movie. She was, uh, was opposite- time, not necessarily. I she had some personal stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, if you go back and watch Conan the Barbarian, mm-hmm. yes, she was opposite to Arnold. Her other, oh. her other she most ends famous up, role. Yes, aside from Hell Comes to Frog, she didn't. She didn't look like that. She had a little bit more meat on her. Oh, she had. Yeah, the, I, she, her, had she had Arnold's meat on her. Yeah, oh, oh, <laughs> you <laughs> son of a bitch! Yeah, <laughs> 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 So she is Sam's yeah, babysitter. Yeah, how... She is an awkward stripper. Yeah, I, I... <laughs> and she is also a fertility doctor. Yeah, I, I, I... <laughs> yes, Sandel Bergman. Yeah. And Arnold Schwarzenegger's best friend. Yeah, the... I, 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 I... Uh, the best way to picture her is, uh, think of like the hottest librarian from like a Van Halen music video. Yes, I was yo actually like hot for teacher. Yeah, getting ready to say yeah, hot for teacher. Yeah, her hair is up. She's got big dirty glasses on, and then she undoes her hair, big, throws it up. Big, did I say big dirty? Big dirty. Big dirty glasses. <laughs> Panama, bow, bow. <laughs> Mangala. <laughs> All right, too much. <laughs> Never tough. Uh, yeah. So yeah, the best way to picture her is uh, another way too for wrestling fans: Stacy Keebler. I was just going to say that. I don't believe yeah. you. Yeah. She's like uh, Stacy Keebler if her you could cut a roast on her face. Keebler she, is still fine, too. Of course she is. She's like the female tugboat. Yeah, man. <laughs> toot toot. Anyone? Anyone? Uh, so anyway, ne- next character, we have Sentinella. She doesn't have a, a really big role, um, but she's, a, she's another one of Sam's, I would say, like military babysitters. She's hot, too. Uh, she's a badass. She is another uh, G.I. Joe. Who I would compare more to 
Scarlet. Sentinella okay. was also kind of like a Julie strain where she was in a bunch of those like erotic thrillers. Okay. Um, she was in an awful lot of them. She was a lead. What's her, in, what's, uh, what's her shoot name? Uh, she is a... Um, Sec heavy, Barrel. She is okay. a heavy machine gunner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's a, a military expert, would you say? Yeah. Um, and she she does drive the car through most of the film. With that bullshit PT Cruiser? Uh, <laughs> which I love, by the way. I'm not I'm, I'm talking shit. But she like is it. 100% not fan favorite roadblock. Okay. She is Sentinella. All right. And I'm, I'm not sure why that's her name, but that's her name. Sentinella. Yeah, the names in this movie are kind of wild. Yeah. I love the names in the movie. I mean, for, yeah. for, if it's supposed to be like a post-apocalyptic movie, then yeah. They, but they, what's great is, right, is like that... Single so, okay, yeah. like, this has been 10 years, right? That means Sentinella was around before the apocalypse. Yes. Yeah. So she was named Sentinella. She didn't like she wasn't born after the apocalypse where they were like her name would be Sentinella. She she didn't like have like the a, earth is she, she, didn't have, yeah. like, she didn't have like a sent something in an Ace of Nutella before that. She just like Yeah. Sentinella. <laughs> what happened was like her mom just went Oh, out of my vagina. I'm gonna call you Sentinella. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like, I am doomed to a life in the military because of this. <laughs> because of this <laughs> name, I have to be a badass. Yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah. So then we've got uh, my favorite character, Lonnie O'Toole. Oh! Uh, affectionately dubbed Looney Tunes. Looney! By his friends. This guy is a real Sam Neill type. Yes, I thought um, I, I thought that's who it was first. He kind of looks like it, but yeah. to my surprise and pleasure, he's played by Rory Calhoun. Rory know, Calhoun. Who I know is everyone's favorite. Rory Calhoun is really popular amongst the horror community as uh, Vincent uh... Calhoun. No, I fucking forgot his name. The movie Motel Hell. Uh... It takes all types of critters to go into Farmer Vincent Fritters. Uh, Rory Calhoun. Shit. Are shit, you two shit, fucking shit. pieces of shit going to sit there and tell me you've never seen 1980 Motel Hell, which is a parody of Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Oh, I've seen it. I, no. My favorite part is the pig head, but okay. um, I don't remember the, a lot of specifics. Really? Neither do I. Well, I mean, Dude, wait. Motel Hell is so good. Did Vin- Rory Smith. Calhoun was in that? Vincent Smith. Smith. Vincent, farmer Vincent Smith. Yeah. Rory Calhoun is the lead in that. He's a killer who... Kills people, puts them in his beef jerky. Fantastic. And sausage. Okay. Well, you know, I, I mostly know him uh, from The Simpsons, to be honest. From the Mr. Burns scene. <laughs> Wait, which one? Wait, uh, it's, it's the one where they're, um, where they're breeding the puppies. And uh, it's, it's like a parody on uh, 101 Dalmatians where Mr. Burns is trying to steal all their puppies. Rory Calhoun is in this? No, but the dog is Rory <laughs> Calhoun. <laughs> remember, he's like, he's, oh, I do remember that one. He's okay. standing on his hind legs I remember like that a little one. Rory yeah, yeah. Calhoun. That's true, yeah. I remember that one. I, w- I would make the argument that most people in our generation know the name Rory Calhoun more so from that Simpsons episode. And than- not Motel Hell? It's probably a minority that... Uh, he was in like that, a... He was in a bunch of westerns. Dude, Rory Calhoun is insane, man. Before he got into acting, he was uh, a big-time crook. He was like robbing cars, uh, sticking people up. Like he did a lot of crazy shit, and then he ended up falling into acting. Well, for whatever reason, Mr. Burns is a big fan. Yeah, so that's, that's the, where I know the that, So it's the one with all the puppies and the dog. I'm not wearing my glasses. Yeah, man. Okay. I, they, they try to get the real the the dog to stand up, or uh, Mr. Burns is trying to get uh, the real dog to stand up. Uh huh. 
And then, and then all the of them do it in the afternoon because like they're a bunch of little Rory Calhouns. Yeah, always standing on his hind legs. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Great gag. Yeah, love those Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, he passed away, I believe, in like the early nineties. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> shortly after this film, which may have yeah. been his best film, Motel. Um. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, Motel is fucking awesome, but there's no frogs in that, so fuck it. You getting to William um, Smith or what, man? Well, we're getting to Arabella. All right, fine. Who is? Who is she? Which one's Arabella? Oh, I thought you were going to pick up on this. No, oh, man. No. Arabella is the big old frogman stripper. Oh, shit. Oh, her. Yeah. Uh, this was her last film. I believe she came back after uh, 20 years of not doing anything. She was in uh, an independent film, but she was also much like... Uh, I mean, it's, it's tough to get work when you <clears throat> look like that. That's she true. is. She's gorgeous. Uh, she was in a bunch of, same thing, erotic thrillers. Uh, like just stuff, the same deal, same well, stuff she, like Julia Strain was in. She is leggy. She is luxurious. She is every man's slimy wet dream. Have you? And she is trying to get all over our man Sam, man, on at first sight. And we will get to okay. That now, time. Will, I'm I'm not we'll looking at you on this, but I know Greg, you could be a little redneck. Okay. Yeah, I got a little. Bit. You ever eat frog legs? Oh yeah. Oh, they're yeah. good, right? I don't th- I don't think that's redneck. I think it's redneck. You get frog legs at the Chinese buffet. No. That's true. Yeah, man. Will that, and I used to go true. to a Chinese buffet all the time, man. I don't remember ever getting frog legs there. No, not not that one specifically, but there there are like some a few restaurants that here in Buffalo, New York. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Oh, you can get frog legs a lot of places. Boulder Dash. <laughs> but I have eaten them, yes, Dan. Yeah, they're they're good. They're good. You know what they taste like? They taste like chicken. A little bit of chicken. A little bit of chicken. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'd probably I'd I'd rather go for the chicken, <laughs> actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if yeah. I had the choice. Yeah, if there's chicken wings there, I'm gonna eat the chicken wings. But yeah. if there's frog legs, I mean, man, I'm just been blue cheese. Well, now after seeing this film, all I can think is a uh, Arabella. I don't just wanna... spreading those legs. Oh God. <laughs> Question. Yeah. Would you? Yeah. If Arabella was coming on to you like that and she was slippery and slimy all over you, mm. I mean, like, just to see what it's all about. I mean, like sure. yo, like put a like like Piper was gonna do, put a bag over her face. Nah. I, mean, I think I think nah, so. I need I need a reaction. I'm a I'm a performer, Will. Well, that's a good point. Yeah, if you're gonna do it, you just do it. Give me yeah, like, give, me, give me loaded up some like uh, some whiskey and some nah. Get go big or go drinks. home, man. I would have to fucking go big or go home. Well, you know she just know. she smells like uranium and slime to cover up that frog smell. Yeah, man. Pond water. Yeah. I mean, yeah. hey, all right. Yeah, she's a she's a, a dirty dirty frog girl. Dirty frog. I like that we just turned the conversation into we'll be fucking frog. Okay. I mean, that's essentially what it is. Right. I, I, yeah. I don't think so the three of us agree that we would fuck a frog. If it was human sized and had a little bit of lipstick on it, um, yeah. And some sweet tits. Uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a priority. We'll, we'll come back to this. Let's yes, yes, we will. All right. We'll hit a, a key scene soon. But now we're on to Bull. Next oh character, my God. Bull. This Bull is my is, favorite character. In Bull this movie. is my favorite character, too, Greg. He is Toadie's henchman. Yes. He is a badass with an eye patch, and he yells all the time. For no reason. Yells yeah. everything. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, he's he, fucking awesome. and he also has the craziest laugh. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. If you're going to watch this film, watch it just for Bull, because he's perfect. Yes. He might be the perfect character. Just like you. Oh, Thanks, man. Hey, thank you. Yeah, you wanna you wanna uh, tag team a frog at some point? Kind of. All right, let's do this. All right, 
Wait, okay. Don't, don't, it's not cheating if it's a frog. Don't leave me out of this. Wait, but you, right. you went in on this? Yeah, Triple threat. All right. Tag team back again. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> Taking it back to the old school because I'm an old <laughs> fool, but I'm so cool. Fuck, you for you. Yeah, shut up. Right. I'm white. Yeah. Well, then we, we love got, that song, uh, Will. <laughs> we've got our, our big bad who is Commander Toady. Okay, now is this spelled T O T Y or is it spelled like Toady? Like T O T Y, actually. Yeah. So yeah. it was like, so it was like is it not? Is it T O T Y or is it T O? It wasn't like T like Toady. It was Toady. Okay. Yeah. See, I learned that after looking it up, but I, I it was like it was a like a toady. play. I put the yeah. I had the I had the captions on and I saw like Toady. I was like, wait, is that supposed to be Toady or Toady? So he is like the biggest, most mutinist. Of them all. Yeah. He's the big frog. He's like Bebop and Rocksteady. Big old frog. And he apparently has three penises. Yeah. Well, that's what makes him the king of Frogtown. Yeah. He has to at that point. You got one, two. uh, Nope. He's got three dicks. There was a a two-penis frog that he deposed earlier. Three times the frog dick. (laughs) (laughs) That is how he ascended to the throne of Frogtown. Yep. Through singing and dick having. I mean, he should at that point. The only way to get him hard is by dancing. The dance, dance of, of the, the three snakes. snakes. You have aroused the three snakes. He alone knows the secret. Just was moving under that fucking thing too. Wow. Uh, this guy fucking rules. Yeah. I would praise him as a king if uh, if we were in a post-apocalyptic environment. I feel like the man with three dicks is easily king. Yeah. Well, then I'll be your king, Greg. Even oh. if he's a frog. Oh. Um. Yeah, yeah. Are you not a you're not a frog? No. Not a, a three dick frog man. No, but I'd fuck one, and then eat it. Okay, it's, it's legs. At I mean, least. at that point you have to because you don't want to, you want that shit get down. Treat this like Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. You think the dick meat is anything like the leg meat? Well, I'm not gonna f- fuck a male frog. Why not? <laughs> hey, I mean, whatever. I don't care. You can't get three dicks. You know that. Frog. You know that. Uh, that old saying: tighter than a frog's butt. <laughs> Woo. No. <laughs> Actually. Really? So innocent. Why not? Yeah. What? What? <laughs> what are you? What are you weird? All right. Uh, and then, <laughs> who do we have from there, Gregory? Well, that was the last one I had. Uh, we it, also have him? William Smith, who is at the beginning of the movie, who that we uh, we find is the one. Uh, he's a is a general. Mm. Um, I was just calling him general. Okay, uh, and then we see him again because, because I'm creative. We see him again in the middle of the movie as uh, he pops up again at the border patrol, yep. playing a different actor, yeah. and then he plays as Lord Sodom uh, at the end. Who ends up? Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Which I, I love that they gave him that name just because of the implication, but they never elaborated. No, they never did. Uh, William Smith boom. is actually still with us today. He's. Boom, 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 boom. William Smith is 87 years old. William William Sodom Smith. Yeah, William Sodom (laughs) Smith is 87 years old. He is uh, he's well known for his westerns. He's been in hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of movies. So he looks like like a guy who's like primarily been in western movies and primarily always friend of Rory Calhoun. He always plays a bad guy. Honestly, probably he always plays a bad guy. Uh, he's known f- also known for like his bodybuilding skills. He really? did over an oh, nunchuck skills. I wrote this. I, no, dude, this is going to actually blow you guys away. He 
William Smith is one of those. He's like Chris Jericho. He's done fucking everything. He's an author. He had a boxing record. He played. He was a, a amateur boxer. He had thirty one and one, uh, thirty one wins, one loss. He went pro. Didn't play. Didn't play wrote wrote for his a, song Judas. <laughs> um, but here's his main claim right here. He did five thousand one hundred push-ups in one sitting. Get the fuck out of here. I shit you not. Video he, proofer didn't happen. He holds. Look it up, man. He did. He has. How dude, long this was is, the sitting? Uh, I'm not exactly sure. I didn't really look that part like, up. Just like then when you're he, calling it a sitting, do, how long do you get in between pushups? He, he, none. It was. None, it was nonstop. Straight? straight. Okay. Yeah. In one in sequence. No, dude. Because anyone could do that. It's like, but like, oh, I did that many over a period of three days. Oh, I was just gonna say that. If, William anyone, Smith. Of William Smith banged out five thousand one hundred pushups in once in one sitting, and I think that is. Insane, dude. Like, I could get up to, I think I was at 60 push-ups. Dude, I've gone up to, like, 900, but, like, uh, past 1,000, you're just, it's insane. Just 900? I got, like, at least 2,500 at my point. <laughs> well, man, I only did 60. Fuck me. Let's just use a bitch. All right. Nah, that, 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 dude, that you, never, you will <laughs> never compete with Tugboat with that attitude. You can't. It's impossible. I guess not. Toot, toot. Toot, toot. Beat, beat. Uh, beat, beat, Richie. <laughs> Uh, uh beep beep. Okay, sorry. All right. On let's get plot. let's get yeah, to the please. movie. Sorry. So we have uh, a a narrator speaking and I believe that's Spangle talking yes. about how there was a big old bomb that went off, right? Kind of like Terminator. Yeah. We have a nuclear apocalypse. The earth is devastated by 10 days of nuclear war. This is every plot to post-apocalyptic movies. It literally is. Especially it's, in the 80s. It mm-hmm. sets the scene. It's super not important. It's just, okay, We the bomb's dropped. This is 10 years after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're trying again, and what we're trying to do is repopulate. The reason, uh, and a lot of it had to do with the fact that the radiation stuff made uh, the surviving men sterile. Yeah. yeah. Most of them are dead. The ones that aren't dead uh, have useless balls. Yeah, they just can't get hard. It just doesn't work. Nope. They try. Shooting blanks. They try, but they are no tugboat. Maybe they should get some kratom. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Uh, and also, a lot of the women were left infertile too. I didn't pick up on that part. It was that there part? was more because there's more women to men at this time. There were more fertile women than there were fertile men. Uh, to be yeah. honest, they put they put most of the emphasis on uh, Rowdy Roddy and his quest to impregnate. It's uh, I mean, this was a different time. This was the late '80s, and uh, I have to say, it's very much a uh, a man's power fantasy. I would say. Oh no doubt. Like yeah, the whole, yeah. it's, it's the quest to impregnate a harem of women. Like that's that's our general plot. It's kind of like like it's kind of like the last man on earth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we get to our hero, who's actually strapped to a chair and getting the shit beat out of him. Like, oh, you're gonna, hey, you're they, gonna skip over squid lips, man. Oh, man, I'm really skipping ahead. Dude, I'm this, sorry. I'm this sorry. This is a great intro. It yeah, is. let's get to the intro then. Yeah, we had a, a, we had a, a frogman named Squidlips. Yep. Uh, he picks up a small Statue of Liberty, and this is a metaphor, you see. He picks up the Statue of Liberty. He contemplates uh, what it means for a moment, and then he's immediately mugged by, I don't know this man, but he's wearing a funny hat, so I called him Buckwheat. Uh, he I is mugged. So <laughs> he is mugged by Buckwheat. Uh, who throws the statue away saying, this is good for nothing. Uh, you know, just spitting right in Lady Liberty's face. Yeah, yeah, um, And then Squidlip shoots him. <laughs> he says, greeted can't have guns. <laughs> I was like... 
plow. I said, oh, shit. <laughs> and that shit, that just started off that way. It's great. Yeah, it just, it just blows that, him that, away. That honestly wrote me into the movie. This sets the scene for the just the general tone. And also, you don't know movie. who he's talking to either because right, the yeah, face is completely Jews covered. covered up. Yeah, he's got like as, the movie, as the movie progresses more and more, you actually see more of what these creatures are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah they, they become more and more frog-like, covering part of their face, covering their hands and stuff like that. And then we go right into uh, an intro credit sequence, which yeah. is... It's kind of sleazy looking and pulpy. It's it's. I love it. It's awesome. Yeah, I love it. I um, love the music. But it ends with a uh, a wanted poster for our main man Sam Hell. Yes. Or what's his full name? Sam Hellman. Sam Hellman. Um, but this this immediately this tells you everything you need to know about his character. It's a wanted poster. He's a criminal. Again, he's basically uh, Snake Plissken. Yeah. In this world. Yeah, Snake Plissken, uh, Ash, whatever you want to call him. And we cut right to him strapped into an electric chair. Uh, an electric chair? Yeah. Was, uh, he, was it an electric chair? I thought it was just a chair. Was it just a chair? It's a so. chair. I, I assumed he was being executed. Nah, he was just getting the shit. He got that fucking bottle smashed on his head. I said, yeah, damn. Okay, maybe he was just, just being interrogated. Real quick. I, for, for whatever reason, I thought he was being executed. I'm probably wrong about that. And he's being uh, held because he was accused for rape. Yeah. Because... He is the most potent man in the world right now. Yes. And uh, the couple, so this guy beating the shit out of him was like, that was my daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, she was cool with it. This wasn't what you think. Yeah. And then a couple of uh, a couple of dames come rolling in. Yeah. Huh? We got Spangle and uh, I didn't catch the uh, other character's nurse. name. She's a nurse, I think. Oh, then yeah, I didn't hear her name either. Yeah, but they uh, come in and they save him. They say we need this man. For yep, s- for certain things. He left a trail. We caught up to him because he left a trail of pregnant women behind. <laughs> and they say uh, he's carrying a quote unquote loaded weapon. So Piper just fucking. That's all he does. <laughs> Reluctantly fucks these women. Man. Yes. So uh, they decide that he is useful after all. We can't execute him for his crimes. You're gonna have to hold off. Uh, crazy violent general guy. Yeah. We're taking him for our plan, which is going back to our lab where no condoms are allowed. Yep. And we're going to strap him up with a, I'm going to call it a medical device uh, that contains his penis, which is now government property. So this is MedTech. MedTech is like the last government any kind of form of government it's it's a, it's, it's, it's like the only med structure tech. left in the world yes know? and they're the ones kind of in charge of everything right now and the whole thing that they're in charge of is just repopulating the population yes. yeah their mission statement is making more people so so they, ha- so they have them wearing a, a fucking chastity belt to be like the ecr yeah i mean it's a chastity belt with the fucking with the gimmicks t- and it says property of the government yeah yeah, uh, he's able to go to the bathroom or to f- take a girl to Bone Town by a flap. Pull the flap down and <laughs> yeah, just pop it out of the flap. Yeah, good. Yeah, and the rules are behind this chastity belt is if he tries to take it off, if he gets uh, out of range or anything like that, it they'll blows suck up. Suck him, or they'll blow him the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, it blows his gimmick away. Yeah. Although we find out later, it's not a real big explosion. Greg, I feel like it's to where, it wouldn't to kill where it's him. at. Greg, if you lie a firecracker cracker on my thigh, 
I would have a real fucking bad time. Well, with that's that. what I'm saying. I don't. It, I don't think it would be enough to kill no, him. It wouldn't but kill him. Enough but to just kind of blow his. Dick I mean, it would, and at it, that point, it, kill it, me. It, it, all right, I'm gonna say it. fucking I'll, kill I'll me. Say it. it won't kill him, but it'll fucking kill him. Yeah, yeah. If my dick gets blown off, caught in a fucking escalator, anything like that. Yeah. Well, those, uh, are, those are two very different things. I, I don't. I, I'm just saying, if anything happened to my dick, just fucking kill me. Yeah, I don't want to be like fucking homeboy from dusk till dawn with a, a fucking dick gun. I just want. I just want to have a regular penis. Sex machine. Yes, sex machine had a dick. It was just a, uh, like a, you know, a little accessory. Also, now that oh, I swear to God, now that you use the word "dick gun," I mean, kind of cool. I'm that. pretty <laughs> sure that's what Gene Simmons calls his penis. Probably, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of so, dick gun. <laughs> so I got this new song. It's called Dick Gun. <laughs> well, can we call it? Paul Stanley's like, hey, can we call it Love Gun? Hey. Uh, I want to call it Dick Gun. We, we can't use the word dick on the album, Gene. Please stop <laughs> hey, asking. Hey, whatever. I'm gonna go fucking make the dollar sign mine. All right, uh, uh, Christine, fourteen. It is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was sixteen. Whatever. <laughs> she, also, she wasn't. <laughs> She's old enough for me. That was also an edit. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. No. Wait, what was that? Uh, so you had Christine, sixteen. And then that song, She's Only 17, by Winger? She's only 17. That sounds like a Kip Winger move to me. It does, doesn't it? Don't it? Uh, In it. So we have... Uh, so we're back here. We're He's sitting down. They're explaining everything to him about his penis. Yeah. Uh, and also... That the women that were fertile that he was supposed to impregnate actually were kidnapped and taken by Commander Toady yes. and give, given away to Frogtown. Yeah. Uh, and I believe this is where we introduce Sentinel. What the hell was her name? Centella. Centella. Centinella. Centinella. Centinella of a woman. We, we, he leaves ready to go on his mission to impregnate, and Centinella is uh, perched atop what looks like a lavender Volkswagen. Yeah, I, I yeah, they, they, they introduced her. I was like, oh fuck, she's she's. I think she is a like a background background dancer to Robert Palmer in uh, a fucking addicted to love. I was going to say addicted yeah. to love. Yeah. She also looks like our friend Sherry in a way. Kind of, she does a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and she, she says, if uh, you don't ride, we'll just drag you on a chain. Yeah. yeah. Because they're taking him. They're they're not concerned about his well well being so much as his penis's well being. Right. So they will drag him as, as long as, as his to. dick works. Yeah. So there's there's a point when they're in the car and and he she says something like um, blonde doctor uh, Spangler Spank, Spangler says something to um to to um, hot rod and she's like he's like I used to take everything seriously then they blew it up. Yep. Yeah, I like that a lot too. Yeah. It's like, don't you take anything seriously? Yeah, yeah. yeah I used to. And they don't really, they blew they it up. really get back to it until like further along in the movie. Yeah, which was fine. Yeah. I mean. Well, Which was fine, and then like, like I said, they, they don't bring it up at all again until I didn't. I, I didn't need any backstory on Sam. I liked. No, well, no, I, I liked the way he was. Yeah. yeah. Well, they briefly approach a uh, border checkpoint, and I think this is just to establish that they're they're leaving their uh, they're safe kinda, zone. They're, they're kind of yep. civilized zone, and they're going out into you know the the badlands, the yeah. frog town, and frog here, town. And, and here comes William Smith. Yes, who is uh, at the border, and yeah. uh, he's playing a different character, a real hard ass. Uh, and then finally, they uh, decide to let them through, right? Yep. Yeah, and that's where uh, Hot Rod is uh, all pissed off about, I, I just about got my ass shot off back there. Uh, and, but it's, you know, mutants are collecting these fertile women for their own good, so they yeah. have to go and get them. But Sentinella is manning this uh, 
this machine gun, so they're they're secure. Right. Oh, that's a hell of a gun up there too. It is. Very roadblock esque. I <laughs> love everything about this movie so much. I fucking love the dialogue. I love the setting. This movie was filmed out in California. The place is uh, not too far from where my dad lives. There. I, I mean, oh, I've yeah. been to these places. I've hiked these. Uh, this uh, this neck of the woods. It's nice. beautiful. It's it's desert. Uh, there's also lush areas around it, dude. It's it's fucking sweet. sweet. And they enjoy that desert uh, by pulling the car over, gassing up, and setting camp. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, so uh, this is uh, I, I love where Piper pulls the old "Hey, ladies, I got this dick, and I really got a piss out of it." He yeah. says, "I'm gonna go water the roses." Yeah, <laughs> like a man would say. A huh? Man would. Yeah. And then he's like, "Wait, yeah, I'm not. I don't. I don't have. I don't need an escort." And she's like, "No, right. you won't. You ain't like, yeah, you're fine." Yeah, he's not going nowhere. So he he walks off. He tries to peace out. He thinks he's being real clever. Yeah, Yeah. later losers, (laughs) and he goes running. And suck my balls, Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) See you in Frogtown. And you get a close up of Piper's face, just. Yeah. And he gets his ball shocked off. Yes. Uh, And that's where we. It's revealed that Spangle has control of his dick. Yes. From her earrings. She has a yeah. special earring that really, I think it's just a single button that she pushes. Yeah. But anytime she does, he gets a dick shock. He yes. gets a dick shock. So the one says, hey, I'm going to shock your dick. And the other one is like, hey, I'm going to blow your dick up. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Uh, I also appreciate the fact that Piper is wearing the same shit that he would just wear like in the ring on the Fed and on TV. Dude, I love that. It's great. Yeah. I love that. Everything's buttoned down to yeah. his belly button. Uh-huh. He's got a jacket on top, undone. Yep. He has jeans, but over top of the jean is almost like a kilt type thing. Yes. He's, he's looking better than ever. Yeah. He looks great he's here. Great here yeah. yeah. A Piper would have just continued this and been on the same level of Bruce Campbell and didn't go back to wrestling, I think Piper would still be alive. Yeah. Yes. That's a very good point. I yeah. think Piper going back to wrestling and having wrestling, that... Think, yeah, I think wrestling did kill Piper. Having that run in WCW starting in like 96, 97, whatever, I feel like that kind of the, the abuse to his body at that age. Yeah. And uh, I think that killed him prematurely. Yeah. Yeah. It's also this fashion sense in raw masculinity that allows him to easily seduce both of these women. Yeah. Dude, in so easy. While they're camping. Man. Uh, First off, Dr. Tits emerges from his tent <laughs> uh, nearly nude, just ready to seduce him. And you can tell this doesn't really come naturally she, to her. Oh, this is military um, lingerie. She's even, a fucking smoke show. Yeah, though. even though she's, she's so hot, hot. Yeah. She, she doesn't seem to know what she's doing. But uh, she explains that part of her job is to keep him aroused. Yep. Uh, and so it him, fills his balls up with sperm. Keep mm-hmm. him ready to go. Yeah. Uh, so she just really cock teases him. Yeah, yes. but he's not really into it. Um, this is a man who's who's bored with too much sex, it seems, which is kind of hard to believe, but he's uh, he's just not really feeling it. No, and surprisingly, he's not really feeling it because watching this movie, I was feeling it. Yeah. Spangle is a smoke show. She really is. Especially in the military lingerie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, with legs like that, that'd be a real good time. Oh, God. Well, what ends up happening is uh, our main man goes to sleep. Uh-huh. Uh, Dr. Tits goes back into her tent. <laughs> but she gives that look. As the moon rises, Sentinella descends Ooh. from her, her perch on the machine gun. And Which I was all about that. Oh, Me too. It was yeah. great. 
Uh, she comes down, wakes him up, and she's like, we're doing this. He's like, wait, what? And she's like, oh, I, I know about you. Yeah, says, I've, I've heard things about she's you. She's like, I know your reputa- reputation. Yeah. I'm not fertile, so you could just blow your loads in me. And yeah. this becomes a theme. A lot of women throughout this film say, your dick is legendary, so let's bonk. Yeah. <laughs> but he's so reluctant. Which is the weirdest thing in the world. But like, Okay, now I'm going to explain well, to you he's, why he's this... He's legend dick. You know, it, he's, it, this isn't new to him. Got that John Holmes, huh? Why this movie works so well is Roddy Piper's innocence in playing this character he's really innocent about it and he's reluctant i guess roddy piper wasn't the first choice for the movie there were a lot of other actors that were up for the part was Bruce Campbell one of them because i can see Bruce Campbell being in this movie surprisingly no okay um a lot of no-name actors i feel like there were a couple that i i'm like okay i know that guy but i just i didn't write them down uh when they were playing the part like for the auditions and stuff and doing the read-throughs they were being really sleazy about it no like really like like sleazy they were basically ash you know, okay. whatever. And I, the reason why Piper got the part was because of his innocence mm-hmm. and how he presented the character. So, like, just he was so nonchalant about it. Well, where he was a, like, it's, it's a good angle because he's. This is a yes. whole new take on big dick energy. Yeah, yeah. He's got so much big dick energy that it's almost Shit. little dick energy. That's that. I didn't really pick up on that. It's good. Yes, you know? yes, yes, yes. And I think that has to. That has a lot to do with why these women want him so much. Is that he's just kind of like. Hey! No, please stop. Yeah, no, I don't want this. Yeah, and, and I don't know. It's just it's kind of cool. It's kind of like when um when you get in a relationship. Yeah. All right. Beforehand, everything is just dry. Like you're not having a real good time. You're striking out left and right. The moment you get a girlfriend, yeah, it seems like all these women come from out of nowhere. Yes. And are just like, hey, put that right here. Yeah. Because they see how happy you are. Yeah. yeah now you're, you're exactly you're a hot commodity. Yeah. You're a You've been scooped up. Yep. And all these chicks have baby fever. Mm-hmm. And they just fucking want it. Except for Sentinella. She just wants that yeah. fucking dick. I mean, more power to her. Yeah. Well, anyway, they, they bonk and then they wake up the next morning ready to get back on the road. They didn't bonk. They don't, no. Or um, they don't? Blonde no, doctor, they, blonde, got, they got cock blocked. Blonde doctor got, blonde, blonde doctor got blocked. Oh, they, okay. Uh, coitus interruptus, once again. Yep. Coitus uh, interruptus? <laughs> <laughs> what is that, a robot chicken <laughs> fucking Harry Potter parody? <laughs> Regardless, the next morning they're back on the road and they are entering the mutant reservation. I'm going to use that. Uh, is delineated by a large no trespassing sign. Mm-hmm. So they know exactly where they're going. Um they're, they take a brief moment to talk about Sam's contract, which it didn't seem like they would really have him, you know, contractually obligated. They sort of forced him yeah. into, uh, into doing this. That's yeah. where he says, uh, yeah, my contract is the fuck for freedom. Yeah, yeah. so he just throws that, throws he throws that shit right out, out the of the window. window. And also, I love the, the dialogue in this movie. At this point, he tells the two ladies that they must have moons for balls. <laughs> <laughs> just, I mean, that's, what, that's a way to put it, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, and they're uh, they're bitching and stuff like that, going back and forth, and finally so they, they just the ladies stop and let him out. They let him out. Yeah, yeah, and he thinks he's escaping, they, but they really, off and that fucking he forgot the conversation they had the night before. That dick, that, that, that dick bomb starts beeping, and he's like, "Oh no!" It started to hurt, right? Yeah, just no, started, no, no, it started started beeping. I think Piper's yeah. the way he sold this was great. Uh, this is just a bad plan for Sam. So he's very cartoonist. I love this. Yes. Yeah. So he he has he's forced to chase the car down. Uh-huh. At this point, that. the ladies already have a camp set up. Yeah. They're good. He he catches up to them many many hours later. The sun has gone down. 
Uh, they're already cooking food. The food's pretty much done, so you know how long this is taking. Well, hey, man. Uh, he shows up. He collapses. <laughs> I, like the, I like that it's the women that cook, and then he just shows up. Yeah. Yeah. He shows up. He brought his dick. That's the important thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so- <laughs> guys want to eat off this? <laughs> Hold on, let me stir your oh, soup. Oh, good. You, you, <laughs> you brought the cutlery. Ooh, that soup was hot. <laughs> oh, that's a deep pot. <laughs> hey, come here, Sam. Bring that dick over here. <laughs> so he collapses. He's he's chugging water. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they uh, they notice that their GPS goes off. Yes. Blah, 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 blah. They're upset blah, blah. by this. And for, for whatever reason, they decide there's something out there. Let's go fucking get it. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than Some play bullshit, it safe, yeah. you know, they're, they're supposed to be in a, sort of an undercover mission here, but they just go, let's go chase this shit down. Yeah, what is um, this? So they jump in their car, roadblocks on the gun, uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and they just see this beep. It's kind of like Alien. They're chasing down yeah. this, just Why a blip on their radar. Um, and uh, I guess their plan is to just run this thing down with the car when they find it. Yeah, yeah. only it wasn't like a frog mutant or anything yeah, like that. It was, it was just a regular-ass lady. Regular-ass lady. It is yeah. a hot-ass lady. She was hot. fertile young woman. Oh, you could smell how fertile she was. And you know what that means. And I'm like, yo, are they going to make her fuck this bum? So this, is, this, is, uh, <laughs> this may come off as crass, but essentially their plan is let's catch that and fuck it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, Sam, this is you. This is what we brought you along for, buddy. I don't know. I don't like, know how legal this is. It's like, wait, what? She didn't brush her teeth yet. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> She's so again, filthy. Again, this is Roddy just being awesome. Yeah. He's like, I can't just... You can't just do that. Come on, you gotta need to be in the mood. I'm okay. not. I'm yeah. not something you could just flick a switch. Yeah, you know what? he gives dignity. To I'm, not, this, not, I'm not a piece of meat. Plot line. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like one of those. Yeah, and that's so, just kind of funny about it. Yeah. There, I mean, this is this is Spangle Drugser. This is a fine yeah. line uh, plot because they're saying this dude uh, basically needs to bang everything he sees, but he's the one that that gives dignity to it. And the, I, it's, I it's literally the, it's, it's the reverse of everything in the eighties yeah. that would happen, yeah. that usually happen. Yeah, they're it. not they're more objectivizing or objectivating, objectifying, objectifying. <laughs> yeah, the, the subplot. The I got you. Yeah, they're they're objectifying him. Yeah, uh, which I think is hilarious. Yeah, it, it, it's just, it flips the whole uh, kind yeah. of concept on its head. The uh, the subplot in here. Uh, the subplots in the movie is that there's a lot of forced sex, but we need to not think about that and think about the genius, which is Don Johnson uh, and uh, and this John, Don Jackson. Don Jackson. Sigmund Freud. Don Jackson. Jesus Christ. Don Jackson and uh, just the, the movie itself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, my beer. <laughs> Yes, they deserve to die. I hope they go to Frogtown. <laughs> It'll get you drunk. <laughs> It'll be a fucking frog ladies in no time. <laughs> Just gonna do that, you son of a bitch. <laughs> That's gonna be the title of the episode. Juice! That was a good one. <laughs> Deep blue sea. They a time to kill. A frog. You see that? <laughs> a frog. <laughs> a frog raped me. A fucking Jurassic frog, frog Park. <laughs> Hold on to your frog legs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all 
right, so Spangle drugs the check and is like, she can't be traumatic for this or whatever. Let's make the experience not as traumatic for well, her. She injects yeah. her in the ass with something that she calls Ovidol. Yeah. Which I don't know, is that a real thing? Ah, oh, you're yeah, just making that, shit up. Yeah, it it sounds really fake. Not. It sounds fake. Yeah, so that's where eventually she, like, Sam does the whole, like, I, I'm not I'm not a switch or whatever. So Spangle's like... She's like, I know some seduction techniques. Yeah, I'm trained in it. She says, relax. I've been trained in seduction techniques. That popped me huge. And that was awesome. She, she only took the 101 course, though. <laughs> so about this scene where she keeps teasing about the 101 course, yeah, like she, she wasn't advanced. She keeps teasing taking her top off, and she never does. It was actually in her contract because she put up a hell of a fight. She was in a movie before this. I believe it was Hard Bodies. I believe it was Conan the Barbarian. Okay, Conan. No, she wasn't nude in Conan. Um. She was nude an awful lot in the 80s, and her career was at a kind of an all-time peak there. But then uh, the last couple of years there, uh, 86, 87, 88, I'm oh, sorry, 87, 88, not so much 86, she kind of fell off. We don't know exactly what was going on with her, but she lost a lot of weight, and she refused to be nude in this movie. She's like, I will be in lingerie as much as you want, but I'm not getting nude in this. So Sentinel, Sentinella, uh, they actually had her in it because they needed nudity. Uh, so Sentinella was the one to get uh, naked on on makes a screen. Lot of sense. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Sam also proves that he's either secretly impotent, which we know is not the case, no, or possibly made of stone because he does not give a shit that she is doing this strip dance in front of him until you hear, Bing. Yep. <laughs> which is a great gag from uh, I almost said Mel Gibson, Mel Brooks. What the fuck? <laughs> Mel Brooks's uh, History of the World. I thought you were going to say Mel Gibson's The Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mel Gibson's The Passion of the Christ when Jesus gets the boner. Oh, right. Remember right. that scene when he keeps getting whipped? Uncut version. Yeah, well, literally. Yeah. <laughs> Mel Gibson's The Passion of BDSM. Wait, wasn't he king of the Jews? Shh. I... <laughs> so eventually did, he did, has... Did, didn't he say he would fight every nigga here? <laughs> Didn't you say, I hope you get raped by a pack of niggas? Pretty sure that, that's Jesus, right? In the, that's New Testament. I hope it's not Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's Old Testament, back when God was an, ins- an, an insano. Oh, okay. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah, when he ruled with an iron fist until fatherhood chilled him out. Before they outlawed the, the N-word in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Could you imagine? Abraham's like, you know I can't say that word. <laughs> On the first day, he said that word. (laughs) 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 Come on, Will. Bring it back, babe. Bring it back. Okay, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so... We got this. So we hear hear the ping, which is... uh, I don't know if you guys knew this. His penis. Yep, his uh, tapping on a little tap tap tappy on the flap flap flappy. So he's <laughs> so he goes spangle. Put your blouse on. Put your blouse on. Yeah, he, he says blouse kind of weird. Oh, that's too. what that was. That, yeah, that was that fucking bing. I thought I thought it was her like fucking kicking a pot or something. No, that ping was his penis hitting oh, the metal. Shit. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, so he just went. But he says like blouse, blouse. Put your blouse on, and then he gets on top of uh of the the one chick, and he and looks back at looks back at spangle and goes. Spangle, take your glasses off right, yeah. so she can't see what is about to happen. Uh, you know, a little moment of uh, levity. 
And, and I that mean, was, I think I feel like that was that was more so her just being like jealous of that it wasn't her, right? Yeah. Oh, she was. And also, the the one big uh, complaint from critics of this movie, and this is actually the one big complaint, not anything else. Uh, I mean, there's other complaints too, but this is the main one: is that it's really slow. It, it starts off a little slow, it does. but I actually it, it picks. I like I like I like the fact that it was slow, but it picks up when it's supposed to pick up. I love the love hate stuff between Piper and Spangle. Yeah. Uh, Sam Hill's character, uh, Sam Hill and Spangle. I love the love height stuff. I think it's great because this establishes why they actually give a shit about each other. Yeah, in the second half of the film. and also mm-hmm. like when you're watching the movie, it's like watching uh, Bones or X Files or anything like that. When you're just like the two main characters, you're screaming at the right. TV like just fuck. And she yeah. is definitely jealous because the next morning, when we uh, when we come back, her first line is. Did you clean everything up? Mm-hmm. Did you clean her up? Her clean her up. Yeah, because apparently no, she, yeah, Sam she, she is just tells a, a Centennial. Sam's just a straight up fire hose. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, right, Sam. Some Sam maintenance that has to go on. See, here. I thought it was Sam licked her clean. Oh. No, I I, I took that as the Sam just fucking blew all over the place, and we got some serious uh, janitorial work to do. Oh. Because okay. doesn't like Spangle, Spangler ask um, cent, cent, Centennial? Sentinel. So, uh, well, he's just like she. She's like, did you clean her up? And she's like, like, nope. No. And looks down and has like a nod and approval. Like Sam's a really nice guy. Did he clean this fucking bum up before he this, plowed her? This girl, yeah. or after uh, she right. fell in love with Sam overnight. Long legit. Yeah. yeah. So she actually she thanks him for the hot dick and uh, she leaves. I was um, like, yo, did, like this bitch is talking all of a sudden. She wouldn't talk last night. Yeah, he he woke her up. He woke her right up. Uh, but they send her back to the border. They say, hey. um... They'll they'll take care of you. Go back this way. And I love like she's gonna be safe or whatever. Like they've right, been yeah. they've been driving and they're just gonna let her go on foot. Yeah. Well, at that point, because she's pregnant, so she's not like a threat to be like they they can't. I don't, I don't know if they. I don't know if there's anything. That Let me say that again. This is a desert, and you're gonna make her walk like two days worth. Yeah, but they give her a bracelet. Oh, <laughs> okay. The life alert. Yeah, she's fine. I'm falling. Mm. Yeah, they'll, they'll find her on the way back. Yeah, they gave her a bracelet. She'll be all right. She's fine. Yeah. Anyway, they've got a new plan now. They're not worried about this girl anymore. No. The Their fuck new plan, her. Uh, they're going to throw Spangle into uh, basically a slave Leia costume. Yeah. Get some, get some handcuffs on her, and Sam is going to walk her right into Frogtown and try to sell her as a slave. Which is really fun, because I forgot how much of a kink my wife has for this shit, because when he put the collar on her and starts dragging her... Uh, my wife actually replied with, uh, "Damn, I am into this." Wow, good. Yeah, like the uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't have shared that. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> well, I mean, she wasn't. They weren't dressing her up as a math tutor. No. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty obvious implication about yeah, what they like, wanted to do. Fucking her in that black, in that black fucking um. That lingerie was fucking looks. She looked really good. In that. Yeah, the military yeah, lingerie. So they, yeah. they walk in. They pass. Uh, which I'm gonna say. This is a little bit of a stretch, but just because I'm awesome, I'm going to say this is uh, the titular sign, which says, welcome to Frogtown. Yes. If you lived here, you'd be... It's kind of rubbed <laughs> off. I assume it says, if you lived here, you'd be home. I think if you lived here, you'd be... Yeah, something Yo, like that. Which is hilarious you bring it up, because like, the fucking dude in the mask the whole time, he kept, he kept fucking ribbiting. He ribbed he in the beginning of the movie. He's like ribbit, and I'm yeah. Like, what the fuck? He didn't think he just ribbit. <laughs> and then, like, then it was it was, a, ribbit at me. Then, it was then it was a scene after they fucking um after, like when they get ready to go and shit to the fucking frog town and they show him again. He's a ribbit. I said this motherfucker ribbit one more time in this movie. 
<laughs> like I'm. Oh god, it was, it was fun. This uh, it was fun. I like, I liked it. It was funny. Frogtown itself is actually an old factory that was built during World War II to make steel. Uh, then eventually was shut down in the seventies. It was just kind of abandoned. They filmed a lot of other films there in the seventies. Roger Corman used it a lot. Um, it's it's a really cool set. Uh, actually, I I I I thoroughly love the sets of this movie and this one being the main one because a lot of the rooms they go through and stuff I felt like it was almost like a haunted house do you think yeah. they used that film for Elm Street 2 I couldn't tell you that, no, I, that's no, something I'd have to look up I was up. just wondering I don't know if yeah. was thinking that well the the first place we enter is uh, Leroy's Saloon which remind, remind me of Leroy home. Jenkins which has <laughs> a, a glowing martini sign outside yes it remind me of the fucking the, the bar in Star Wars yeah, the can uh, the cantina, yeah. a true den of iniquity. Mose Eisley. Yep. Yes. Uh, and I love when they walk into. Oh, before they go into this place, he looks at Spangle, pulls her. And this is the same thing with just like those those eighties music videos. He took her hair down, grabbed her glasses, and threw them. Yep. And said, "You look good." Yeah. Like, dude. First off, keep those glasses on. Look, Fuck, yeah. I am into that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the hair up or down, I don't care, but those glasses are hot. Yeah, I, have a, I like that nerdy hot look. Have, have well, the first too. thing we encounter upon entering this saloon is a sexy frog woman. <laughs> and Yo, then you hear, the fucking, there goes the neighborhood. The sexiest of frog the women. The fucking, the pan up, I was like, okay, all right, yeah, yeah. oh, look at them tits. <laughs> oh, she's not got some frog. Yeah. <laughs> up. We, we see those legs, and that's yeah. making everyone hungry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, uh... The special effects for these these frog outfits, uh, all the frogs all together rounded up to $12,000. It was done by That's Stephen Wing. No, it was done by Stephen Wing. He's worked with uh, Jackson in the past and, um, and even after this, too, because he's one of those guys that is like, you give me this much money, I could really spread it out and make it work. For sure. Um, and these, I... As far as Love. I know, Wang has never done a flaccid job at special effects. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. And I, I love, uh, I love how the frogs look. It has a yeah. very like Ninja Turtles feel. So yeah, perfect. They got the just the the flapping mouths. Yes. Yeah, uh, and then a little bit of the like their their cheeks kind of expand. I love that they're all different too. Yeah, very. Ninja they're not Turtles. all the same. Yeah, yeah, very Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're we're in the bar. Uh, Sam drags his his newfound sex slave behind him on a chain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and orders a drink, which turns out to be not so tasty. No, it is right not, off the it bat. Is, it is not beer. It is he, toxic waste. He apparently. chugs this, and he spits it out. And he's yeah. like, this tastes like waste. I get, apparently, this is what the frogs drink. Or yeah. maybe they were playing a joke on him. I don't mm-hmm. know, but it's fucking it's trash water. <laughs> uh, it tastes like industrial waste. But this elicits <clears throat> a response from a mystery stranger at the end of the bar, ah! who turns out to be my best friend and yours, Rory Calhoun. <laughs> who plays Lonnie O'Toole, a.k.a. Looney Tunes, a.k.a. Looney Calhoun. You never could handle your booze. Yeah, you old bitch. I love the reaction that Piper has. He just lights up like the 4th of July and is like, It's great. Looney, you're alive, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah. yeah. So these guys are old friends. Yeah. Yeah, uh, great, R- great Rory reaction. Says, I've, I'm here mining uranium. My my big plan, I've done this before. He gives you a little backstory on himself. And he says, uh, I'm here to get the uranium from underneath this bitch. Uh, can you help me with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. To which uh, Piper says, no. 
<laughs> no, I got a, I got this bitch I got to sell. I got a different I've got a different plan in mind and I'm just going I'm here to fuck everyone. Like not nah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to fuck frogs, toads, people. You know, it don't matter. Maybe we can maybe we can work this out so that it works in both of our favors, but I'm I'm ready to hump. <laughs> so, they eat some food that looks a lot like uh it's goulash. Mar- they call it goulash. I said ain't no goddamn it, it goulash. It looks like it looks like marshmallows mixed with green jello. Apparently it's it's Toxic waste and lizard meat, something like that. Turtle eggs and shit. Yeah, I was. Uh, uh, but as as they're trying to chow down on this, uh, another one of my favorite characters, aside from you know Eye Patch Bull, uh, is Leroy, the owner of this establishment, uh, who can basically be boiled down to just a frog wearing a fez. Yeah, uh, he interjects and says, "Hey, uh, let me give you a chaser here. You wash down that toxic waste," and he slides him a beer. Yep. Which is which is an, 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 actually a beer. It's actually a beer. He, he mentions it's only slightly radioactive, right? Uh, but it's a beer nonetheless. And, exactly. And uh, Sam is happy for this. So Leroy basically tells him, uh, "You got to watch out for for Commander Toady's personal butler, Bull, mm-hmm. who is the eye patch badass, who's pretty much just about now about to come in and fuck you up." <laughs> <laughs> so this happens, Bull. Busts into the scene. Uh, uh, real quick, too. Leroy is awesome. Oh, yeah. Leroy's Dude, great. Dude, I love Leroy. I love the way he sounds. I love the way he looks. I love everything about this fucking toad oh, frog. Yeah. He's a minor role, but he's a good one. Yeah. And he's he's a scumbag like the rest of the frogs, but also he's like, I don't know, the lesser of two evils. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So. But uh, Bull pops in. Bull hates humans. And he screams, who brought this here? Referring to uh, Spangle. Yep. Uh, he gets in Sam's face, uh, says, we're about to do an auction. Yeah, I, well, he's just, he's yelling, just yelling uh, about it. I, and, and like you said earlier um, uh, in the episode, Bull yells about everything. Everything in the fucking world. Yeah, he's not happy about anything nah. in life. Uh, so he, uh, what does he say? Five lily pads? Yeah, like five lilies or something. Which like that, apparently yeah. lily pads is their form of currency. It's their yeah, money, yeah. Start the bidding at five. Neighbor's like, oh, I don't got five of them things. I got, I got, like, a, I got like a quarter of a one. <laughs> I, I got, got a quarter five, of one. I got five of them. He said, <laughs> I, got, I got five bumbles. Give me five bumbles for a quarter. Sure. That's what we used to say back in the day. <laughs> See, I had an onion tied to my belt, which was the style of time, but not a yellow onion because of the war. Mm. This auction doesn't get very far, though. No. No. No, it doesn't. It does not. No, Bull has his own, uh, his own agenda here. Um, yeah, so the, Bull, Bull ends up taking off with her, uh, and I love that they, they end up on a bridge which looks like uh, a scene from the video game Abe's Odyssey. And ties oh. her up to uh, ties her up to the pole, but I love that's that a, he that's good connection. It Thanks, is. man. Thanks. The whole environment looks like uh, Odd World. Yeah, I love you guys remember that? Yeah, oh, hell yeah. Oh shit, man, that's cool. I didn't think you guys. Abe's would... Odyssey and that's Abe's one. Odyssey Abe, was Abe's Exodus. Right? Yeah, dude, Abe's yeah. Exodus. Both ph- phenomenal games. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it just kind of like wraps her chain around a couple times, which she easily breaks free. And but before that, when Bull wraps her up, I love that he stares at her and just goes. <laughs> and storms off. Yeah, so he he steals our woman. 
Uh, yeah, not just in anyone's woman, our woman. And he knocks <laughs> Sam out. And then <laughs> Sam, and then, Sam and then, wakes up. And then some things happen. Yeah, Sam wakes up, and then the uh, Lady Frog, does she have a name? Arabella. Arabella. I love you. Up, and like, I love you, and he wakes up. And says, ah! And say, oh, it's cold. Okay. It turns out she was the connection, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She was a hookup for um for uh, for all the things going on. Yep. And like out of nowhere, like the, you you can fucking tell the tension of this of this scene is like he gonna fuck this frog. Yeah, I thought <laughs> he was. I did too. I was hoping for it. Right. And then fucking um like reluctantly fuck yeah, her. Well, yeah, yeah. This, yeah. This, she jumped on him. I was like, oh shit, he's about to do it. <laughs> but it's, it's the same deal as every other time where where she's like, I've heard the of the man, the myth, yeah, the legend. Yeah, yeah. You are the potency itself. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, she gets down in there. It's just like five inches. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's all yeah. just overblown. But she, Wow, the average American penis. She declares, <laughs> uh, or she says to him, promise me you won't be gentle. She's, yeah. she's ready to go all out. Like, he gets to the point of like, all right, you know what? First of all, let's put this mask on your face, please. It's yeah. a, like a potato <laughs> sack. He's like, yeah. He's yeah. Like, I'm not opposed to this, but you got to put this bag on. Yeah. And she puts it on, and she's sitting on a fucking what was it, like the uh the, the like a glass fucking uh, countertop, and he's like walking away from her while she got the mask on her face, and she's like she's in a, she's in her whole like <laughs> painting like one of your French girls fucking yeah, pose. She's waiting. She knows something's coming. Yeah. She she assumes it's this big dick. Yep. And then but, as, as he's backing away, the, his fucking his gimmick starts beeping, and then she's like, "Wait, what the fuck?" Yep. Doctor Cockblock yeah. rings the bell, and uh, he just can't do it. He's right. got to go. He's he's like I got to get closer to these earrings, otherwise my penis will literally explode. You guys, so uh, Arabella uh, follows him and somehow falls down the stairs into a pile of wires. And she's just she's like, "Okay, go on without me. I'm stuck." Yeah. I, he's so stupid. <laughs> oh man, I'm in these wires. Go on. Yeah, like it's it's super. It's a minor inconvenience. Which, honestly, like, I, I thought that was gonna be the last of her. I thought that was the way of like too. writing them, writing her yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, honestly, it would have been hilarious because it was such like a small, <laughs> such thing. a slap, such a slapstick <laughs> thing. Like I'm stuck in these wires. Go on without <laughs> me. It's too late for me. Yeah, <laughs> and he does. He leaves because uh, he has he has more pressing issues at hand. He's got to think about his penis for once in this whole movie. <laughs> uh, uh, so we get back to uh, uh, Bull who presents Spangle to Commander Toady. Yeah. Is that right? Is that what's next? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Let me see. <laughs> Where are we at? I think that fart <laughs> came up on the microphone. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it did. <laughs> I was trying to be quiet. <laughs> I'm, I'm professional. <laughs> Greg, you're you're really in the moment there, buddy. Um, savor it. Uh and we finally get to see the the infamous Toady. Yes. Who is just a towering giant frog. Mm-hmm. And uh he is pre- he wants to prepare Spangle for the ceremony. Yeah. Prepare her for the ceremony for the night she will never forget. <laughs> I think he mentions that he wants to eat her, right? Yes. Oh, something for dinner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that was what you call a euphemism. Oh. Yeah. There's one thing I know about frogs. I was they, they going to go use that long ass tongue. Yo, frogs like, will. From a distance? Frogs will eat your pussy. They're going to hold her legs open and he going to. That's not. I mean, Conan. This the movie Destroyers. is better than. It's not better than Conan the Barbarian. No. Conan, Conan the, the Destroyer, Destroyer okay. kind okay. of okay. sucks. All right. All right. 
Dude, it does not suck. It doesn't suck. It's, it's just, just it's not a, Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, it's very different. Very different. But and, it doesn't suck. And the other thing, too, man. There's a big this, snake. You remember the snake? I remember the snake. Uh, the other thing, too, Will, going on what you said earlier yeah. uh, about uh, being like six feet away from her, right. that's like the perfect way to, to eat pussy during a pandemic. Uh, yeah, especially if you're a frog. Because, yeah. you know, frogs got that. Or Gene Simmons. That, too. Yeah, Gene Simmons will eat your pussy and then try to get paid for it. You heard so it like, here first. Gene Simmons is a frog man. I was going to say, is, like, is that like the new conspiracy theory that we're throwing around right now? The conspiracy theory that yeah. Gene Simmons is actually a frog in yeah. real life? Yeah, yeah. I think he's a reptilian. Well, that's what I was going with. Yeah, that's, that's an amphibian. See, as frogs are amphibians. Uh, these are two very different things. Two very different things. I'm in school and I'm learning about science stuff and I shouldn't do that. You ever dissect a frog? No, I'm pissed about it. You never I, did that in school? No. I did. What school did you go to, man? To a fucking public school, dude. Yeah, me too. Buffalo Public School. Yeah, well, okay, Erie Public School. Me? I had no fucking money. Neither did we. So you, you dissected a worm then? Yeah. I mean, we had uh, to bring our own frog from the crick. Well, yeah, if you came with a toad, you they failed you. We don't have any cricks in Buffalo. <laughs> the the crick. <laughs> My crick. A lot of fun stuff happens at the crick. All right, so uh, uh, King King Koopa, I mean, uh, King Toadie is talking all about eating Spangles pussy here. Yep. Uh, uh, Lord Sodom was talking about a shipment, uh, a, sh- a shipment, whatever, and then he kind of pieces out at this point, right? Yeah, they've, they've got some backdoor deals going on. Uh, just just sort of alludes to it and then pieces out because uh, this is this is plot and we don't care about plot. Uh, honestly, that's the one thing, man. Take the plot, shove it up your ass. Uh, Don Jackson knew that. They all knew this going into it. It's yeah. all about just having ourselves... A good time. A good old good time. time. A good fucking time. Yeah, so Sam, uh, he Panama. falls over a railing. I could barely see the road from the heat coming off. Oh. <laughs> Reach down between my legs. Oh, Ease my. the seat back. Ease the seat back. Ease the seat back. <laughs> oh, yeah, I like to ease the seat back. Was she a big old fat person? Oh, no. <laughs> Buffalo Greg, take it away. <laughs> so Sam falls over the railing and is captured. I mean, he's just looking down Spangle. Um, what, 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 what? Well, uh, yeah, he fucking like clumsily fucking falls over. The he front. straight up Han Soloed himself. Yeah, there's, really, there's no reason for it, but <laughs> no. it's, it has to happen. No. There's you know, no guardrails. It was in the script, so it had to happen. Yeah. Okay, well. <laughs> yes, um, it was. So he's Dunzo again. But, yeah. And then we cut to a scene of Spangle, who is now being prepped. Yeah, oh. and prepped for the ceremony. The ceremony. Uh, she is strapped to a round silk bed, and she has uh, the harem dancing around her. And this is the harem that they've been seeking yes. uh, this whole time. So mm-hmm. she, she's, she's where she needs to be. She's just not in the position she expected to be in. Oh, she's in the position I expected her to be in. She's in a position. This is hot. Yeah. Yeah, seems this like she, is like she really like, hot. Seems like she was getting one of those tantric orgasms. Yeah, there's a lot of silk. Yeah. I remember watching Real Sex back in the day. I think it was Real Sex, I don't know, 28.5, because uh, they actually had half episodes for some reason. I remember Pimps Up, Hose Down. Pimps Up, Hose Down was great. Fucking what you know about Mr. White Shoes? Oh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Mr. White Folks. <laughs> Mr. White Folks. That's what it was. <laughs> Man, you all talk about Mr. White Folks. Yeah. <laughs> I love that Ice-T was in it, too, to give it like some recognition. Oh, yeah. Like, look oh, at this. He was the... Um, we have uh, the NCIS's uh, Mr. T... Mr. T... Uh, Mr. T, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I pimped a fool who don't like pimps. <laughs> I pimped a fool. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to bring my mama out to the stage now. 
The founder will pimp up hose down. I pity the fool who don't pay me like a motherfucking pay. Don the Don the Magic was the, my favorite. He had the best fucking kicks. Bishop Don Juan? A bishop? Oh, yes, yes, yes. The guy who was always in green? Yeah. Yeah, he was also in the old school movie. Yes, he's also like like fucking Stoop Dogs to come to come back to that. Stoop well, Dogs fucking um his homeboy. Yeah, he's, he's a he's a real life pimp. Yeah. He's also dead. He's not fake. Is he it? dead? Yeah, he died back in I think in like uh two thousand ten. No shit. Yeah, wow. R.I.P. He lived a good life. Turns out that life is tough on the heart. <laughs> but, but did he though? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He took a bunch of girls from broken homes and got them jobs. Uh, <laughs> not gonna touch that one. Hey, true, hey. true philanthropist. Yeah. He stimulated the economy economy okay fucking terrible. a real patriot i am we are moving off this conversation right now <laughs> no what i was getting at was in real sex they had this asian guy uh and it was dubbed over and he was doing the tantric thing where yeah, it was, uh it was, fuck you people right? would <laughs> 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 oh, fuck you uh he would be in another room experience the same experiencing the same orgasms that women were having huh and he would just come for hours all right kind of like sting I mean, I, I got to be honest. This sounds like bullshit to me. Yeah, it does. I mean, the most I fucking come is at least like 0.8 seconds. This guy was de- he's just jerking off in the next room. <laughs> hand up on the wall. He can try to <laughs> he can try to fancy it up all hand, he wants. Hand on the wall, eyes closed. Come on, some Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Yeah. Whoa, what? No, man, eyes open. Stare at your cell phone like a real man. Well, we, that too, but like at the same time, imagination. That, that fucking post nut clarity comes kicks through. Then post nut clarity you know is what? one of the worst things ever. Yeah, a yeah. real man draws tits on the toes of his shoes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Words of wisdom. I'm not coming back from this. <laughs> okay, so it's <laughs> so Spangle. Know where to go from Spangle is in bed. She's laying there and she's going. This feels really nice, guys. Mm, and meanwhile, yeah. the girls are walking in a circle around here. She's learning a few things. Yeah. Uh, but but they're just like uh, raising up sheets, mm-hmm. lowering on her her naked body. And they're all wearing like the most sheer shit, which is oh, great. Oh, my yeah. God. You could see through all of this. Yeah. This absolutely looks like late night uh, Cinemax soft yeah. choreography. Which I'm here for. Yes. I'm here for it. So hard. You know, yeah. I'm here for it, and I was there for it. All these girls are total babes, and I've said this on the show before. 80s girls are the hottest girls, and it's because of the fucking hair, how bubbly they are, every, their bodies. I don't know. 80s chicks are just different from today's chicks. Well, yeah. Yeah. I'm a big fan of I was going to say, you're, you, are, you are a huge fan of like the 80s, like the big hair. All time. Uh, Hottest girl, hottest girl, hands down from all time. Barbara Crampton. Other than not, okay, not Barbara Crampton because her hair was always flat. Linnea well, Quigley. Not Linnea Quigley. Well, then it's got to be Tiffany. Okay, close. Uh, Tiffany kind of looks like my wife. Um, uh, Rhonda Shear. Huh, she does look good. Rhonda Shear and Elvira are the hottest women of all time. Elvira is from the eighties. Elvira is a fucking smoke show. Elvira yeah. is timeless. She is, Man. and that's the thing too. Now, women are, are to our female listeners, never let go of horror because horror will always keep you hot. It's the fountain of youth. It is. Look at all the girl the screen queens from the eighties, Felissa Rose, Quigley, all of them, uh yeah. Brink Stevens and all that, and even recently Julia Str- Julie Strain, who passed away. They all remain smoke shows. That's true. Yeah, to this day. To this day. Okay. Sorry, I got really off on a tangent there. Yeah, a little bit. I, I appreciate your your passion. As this it. is happening. We have our hero, 
tied up by his wrist and being, uh, would you say, tortured by a bull who I, hates humans? I mean, not really. He's just he's he's held captive, but I don't. He seems kind of flippant about it. He had a bigger. He had a better treatment. If anything, bull <laughs> did hit a favor. Bull, feel, bull did him a favor. Sure, yeah, real quick. Yeah. When it comes like, down to it, I feel like we talked about this already. Did we? I think so. Oh no! Did we? Did we already talk about? Uh, uh, I mean, because bull uh, cutting his no, I, stuff? I mean, because it, it does go back and forth between scenes and shit. Like when they're when she's getting all, all her tension. You know what, Will? I think you might be right. So we have bull that actually chainsaws the chastity belt off. Yeah, yeah. we may have skipped around a little bit. Yeah, that's true. Okay, okay. Now, now for our listeners, keep in mind the three of us. Um, we drink. We drink a lot. Yeah, like we bring you the content, we give you the facts. And at but our also, best, we have the the cumulative intelligence of like one special ed student. And keep in mind too, at a sober me, I'm also really dumb. Yeah, I'm not gonna claim what Greg just said because I would get in trouble. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I, okay. I will be apologizing for some things. That's probably a, next yeah, week. Yeah, I yeah. think I might nope because I'll give me some heat at home, so I'm not gonna. <laughs> Your girl listens to the show? She does. Must be fucking nice. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, what? <laughs> Drew listens to this show. Drew listens to the Apology Corner because she's entertained by it, and then that's pretty much mm-hmm. it. Unless she's on it. Well, I mean, all right. We'll have her on here, the four of us. We'll have a good time. Uh, sure. All right, so... Uh, the, 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 the six of us will have a great time. Bring Aaron. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, let's, you know let's, what? Let's bring, hey, let's bring hey, Drew. Let's, let's bring get Greg. everyone in here. Get everyone in here. Greg, yeah. bring your girl in here too. Yeah, we'll, we'll have us. What's we'll her have name? A good time. Who? I'll bring what's her name. Yeah, in old what's her nuts. We'll have us. Uh, the one with a, the the one with the tattoos. We'll have a slumber party mask here. Uh, Kevin, I think. Oh, oh, Brett. oh, oh no, Brett. no, no, no. We'll yeah, Brett yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Huge typo negative fan. Uh, so Spangle is having her sexual awakening while this is going on. Uh. And while all this shit is going on at the same time, we have Frog Lady and Looney. They bump into each other, right? Mm-hmm. And they devise themselves a plan. Good old Looney Calhoun. Yeah, Looney yeah. is just like, we gotta get him out of here. What, 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 what do you say there, Frog Lady? Yeah, huh? What's her name? Ambiguous? Am- amnesia? What's her fucking name again? Uh, Arabella? Antebellum? Artemis? Marybella? Annie? Arabella. Something Arabella. Like Arabella. Yeah. Yes. Arabella Ellis. Uh, they they devise a plan to get them uh, to get them loose. She gives a big old smooch on Rory. Rory pops a little bit of a chub and is just like, ah, damn sentimental reptilian. Yeah, like, I, I didn't know what frogs and frogs could do for me. I mean, I, I this frog does something for me. Hey, it turns out they're slimy I mean, and like delicious. I, like I was saying, man. Yeah. Like from like when they pan when they were starting to pan up, I was like, oh shit, she had a. Got a body on her, and then they showed their face like, "Oh no, they got a frog." <laughs> so, well, the thing is, this actress that's exactly is exactly what I said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the actress is very attractive. Is she very fucking attractive? Yeah, dude, look her up, man. She's a All fucking right. total babe. Uh, so this is the point where uh, they have like, let's devise the plan, and then finally we get to uh, we get back to Spangle and the girls, and Spangle is just like, "Look, bitches." We could just we could just walk out this door, yeah, can, all right? I, we like, could get out of here. I can get you out, and she's like, she does like a couple like kung fu fui kung fu fui moves, and like not kung fu fui. Yeah, wah, wah. number one hong, kung kung fu. Kung, kung, oh, hong kong fui. But they say no. We're uh, we need to prepare you for the dance of the three snakes. Yeah, because chances are you could die from this. Yes. 
Now, going back on and, what Greg said earlier in about... In retrospect, I could, I could see you being punctured. By three snakes? Oh, once you find out what it is, yeah, it's, it's just, a lot more dangerous than it's it snake, It's Snake Pliskin, it's Solid Snake, and then Stone Cold Steve Austin. The Rattlesnake. Yeah, the and they're just okay. they're just coming at you. Stone Cold's like, "Oh hell yeah, give me a dance!" And then you got <laughs> uh, uh, you got Snake Pliskin over there smoking a cigarette, going, "Somebody's calling, somebody's, somebody's screaming, snake through his fucking headset because he's about to die." <laughs> yes, and then you have another. You just have a box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a box, a box moving the- around on, <laughs> and someone in the background going, "Snake, snake, snake." <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love Metal Gear. Yeah. Oh, me too, man. Oh, so Metal good. Gear is big dick energy. So good. Such a good game. Oh, it's I mean, a it's great a great game. Snake, Snake, uh, Solid Snake is basically Snake Pliskin. Like the, he was based off of him. That yeah, is yeah. very true. Yeah. Oh shit. Why right. the fuck haven't we got? He goes. A... He goes by the name of Pliskin in the second game. Does he? Nope. Yeah. Back in the PS2 era. What do you mean? Nope. Does he? Yeah. His, his, his code this. name is Pliskin. Really? Yes. Is that the know. one with Psycho Mantis? Psycho Mantis is in a lot of them. He's sort of a recurring thing. Are you I'm, serious? I'm talking about two, uh, where uh, Snake For and Otacon the are, are they're members of uh, philanthropy. All right, all right. And he's in the helicopter. He goes by Pliskin, and he's talking to uh, the the dumb guy with the white hair that nobody likes. I'm going to take your word for this because I haven't played uh, Metal Gear Solid since Dude, the I, original I was, PlayStation. I was say, since, since like the first like, PS1. I, yeah. I, I love Metal Gear Solid. I'm, I am not lying about any of this. I Do you play the new games? Hell yeah. Are they good? Well, not the not the latest one that was like a zombie bullshit apocalypse thing, mm-hmm. uh, but Metal Gear 5, yeah. uh, Solid 5. Gets a bad rap, but if you can ignore the story, oh, it's fucking, it's good. Do you still go in a box? Yes. <sighs> Significant boxes. That's all that Lots matters. Of boxes. That's all that matters. Dude, Hideo Kojima knows how to knows how to do his shit. Oh hell yeah! So we have Spangle here finally performing the dance of the three snakes yeah, in front of Toady. They're so impressed with like her, like her, like her, like three snakes. They got solid, liquid, solidus. And they're so impressed. People with... know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I like mine more. I'll move they're, on. They're from so this. impressed with her fucking like her her arm snake dance that she was doing. <laughs> Well, this is um, this is character development. Oh yeah, this is our uh, our hero Spangle. Uh, if you remember, she was not a great dancer earlier on in the film. That's true. It's her sexual awakening, but now she has it's a seduction. Technique. She's evolved. Yeah, this is actually is, one of the uh, reasons why she got the part. By the way, from this dance. Yeah, uh, she was a dance coordinator in her early days. She's done a lot of dance work. Um, oh, so she was faking it. Yes. You know what? This makes a lot of sense now. It's all coming together. It's all coming together. Yeah. So this uh, this dance is actually one of the reasons why this actress actually got the part of Spangle. All right. Uh, So it starts kind of awkward, whatever, and then she hones in on it, just like Jamie Lee Curtis in True Lies, where uh, uh, you got Arnold sitting there in the shadow and going, "No, no, no! Oh my God! Do it slow, sexy. Pour yourself some champagne." And Jamie Lee Curtis is just over there fucking wiggling it, giving it all she fucking got. Yeah. She's impressive. She, she is. is impressive. She really Wait, is. which one? Jamie Lee or this chick? Well, both, but Jamie Lee Curtis especially. And Jamie Lee Curtis dance. is Boner Town, USA, my friend. Yes. Yeah. Population, my dick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. You guys, you guys warm? 
I'm, talking about I'm, this? I, I agree with I'm you. Like, <laughs> All right, so Spangle's doing her dance, and while she's doing the dance, Toadie is making some really weird noises, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's he's vibrating, <laughs> bouncing around. And then sure. they they eventually cut to um his uh his area. They zoom right in on his crotch, yeah, his, his privates, mm-hmm. and it turns out he has three snakes, he has three dicks. Yeah, yeah, they they arise, yeah. and at this point, we should have known. Yeah. Right. That this is what it was all about? It was a like, euphemism? Did, did this surprise anyone? I was. I didn't know he had three dicks. No, I, I, yeah, that surprised me too. When yeah. I, when I saw the dicks, I was like, of course it was three dicks. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, what else? This whole this whole movie is based around sex, uh, dicks and impregnating women and everything. That's a good point. So I don't, I, I yeah. was sort of, I, I felt like, oh, I was deceived. I thought there might have been three snakes. So the whole thing is, is that the reason why all these women were kidnapped by the frogs is because they're going to impregnate them, making some weird, like, half-breed thing here. Like, yeah, like their own mutant we're children. We're trying to repopulate the snake community. Well, they're, yeah. Or they're the, uh, the frog community. Uh, yes. Yeah, like, what's, 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 what's those, uh, those, those uh, toxic frog? Um, uh, Battletoads. Thank you. Those. Yeah. yeah Battletoads. Yeah. Battletoads, hell of a video game. Only popped up once in a Turtles thing. And you know what? We're, we're about to have Battletoads versus fucking Double Dragon here. When Sam pops in, very nice, Gregory. And just starts beating the shit out <laughs> of fucking frogs. Is this when? Uh, okay, let's go back to this plan here that Looney and Frog Lady devise, and it doesn't really go right, does no. it? Well, it kind of does, but doesn't. It, it? kind of does, but like, cause like, cause like, Frog Lady and she she dies. Well, once right. once Sam has his codpiece removed, he kind of really easily just like body slams Bull, um, <laughs> like he's he's just dead. Yeah, man. And now, I mean, now Sam is mad, and he's all revved up, and he's ready to go uh, just beat the shit out of every other frog. Yeah. Frog uh, so who gets got here? Uh, frog lady who gets stabbed with a drill bit. Yeah. Yes. Right in the chest, which was actually very unexpected. I didn't think any of these people were going to actually die. Neither did I. Uh, so frog, I thought she was just going to stay in those wires until, I thought it was going to be like a post-credit thing. Like, yeah. oh. Like she's still hung up in the wires. Mm-hmm. It turns out she gets stabbed in the chest with a with a, a drill bit. Yeah, yeah, she's dead, and it's supposed to be sad, but right really, before, it's kind of like, hey, hey man, right before her bit, she was still trying to get on Sam. Yeah, because she she's like, I owe you. Sam's like, hey, I owe you. Thanks for saving me. And she pulls a sack out, and he's like, not now. <laughs> Are you familiar with the term dickmatized? Mm-hmm. Biggie, biggie, biggie. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like she was just a little dickmatized. I mean, at the same time, though, you're going off a rumor. You don't know. You haven't seen it. You haven't felt it. Right. But this is like a worldwide rumor at this point. Like, this man that is point, famous. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's They've true. all heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, man. He's like Will Chamberlain over here. Yeah, or yeah. Magic Johnson. Just like Magic Johnson. If you have HIV, you give Magic Johnson $10,000, lick him, woo, you're cured. Dude, 10000 if you're lucky, shit. That's cheap. It's yeah, that, like thirty years later, he still only has HIV because I mean, he got he, he's yeah, he rich. Millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah. Eazy could have done the same thing, but he because he has like a, a fetus know, smoothie. I don't, I don't know morning. if Eazy could have done the same yeah. thing. Well, Eazy was also like, I'm not going to tell anyone I have this because I don't want people to think I'm gay. That is true. Well, I mean, it's, that is it's true. A, it's a thuggish, ruggish bone. And because he he valued crack abuse over his own personal welfare. Don't we all? I mean, uh, to an extent. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Not to right. disparage easy at all. Like, man's a fucking, he's a genius. So we have, yeah, that's very true. Crack is uh, whack. <laughs> Cocaine's crack a hell of a drug. Crack is whack if you're a teen. I, I make a, I make too much money to smoke crack. I, I, I have, a, I have, a, have a hard time telling any member of NWA that they were not allowed to smoke crack. The National Wrestling Alliance? I feel like uh, that oh, music man. was was crack-fueled, and that's what made it so good. Straight out of low cash, a crazy motherfucking name, Gusto. Wait, that's not, that's not the same movie. <laughs> um, oh, there was something I was going to go with here, and I lost it. <laughs> Shit. That rap threw me off. Uh, all right, so CB4, man. <laughs> I, I know, I know, I know. Uh, back on <laughs> CB4. Oh wait, so have you ever actually? They do, the, they do the push-up where their their feet are on like the other guy's shoulders. <laughs> yeah, that's fun stuff. That's we a, do that. That's a move. That's yeah. a serious fucking move. Yeah. Have you ever encountered someone actually smoking crack? I have never. I never been in, never been in the same room as it. So uh, this is a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Uh, my friend and I picked the Iron Sheik up from an airport. Uh, we took him back to the promoter's house where we were all going to rendezvous at. This is in Ohio. Uh, this is for a promotion called NEPW. Um, and he walked inside and reached into his pants. And he's explaining to us in Iron Sheik's accent that he has crack rocks stuffed underneath his balls. Uh, so so, like, he, so the, the volume was high and the vocabulary was limited, I assume. Yeah, he goes, oh, Shiki, Shiki has to have medicine. And he reaches into his pants and pulled out this uh, aluminum aluminum foil kind of balled up, uh, undid it, and it was a straight up. I was, you know, if, if, if it's in foil, you know it's crack. It was a straight up crack rock. And my thing is, is like, does aluminum foil not go off in a metal yeah, detector? Yeah, is, is that the best way to go through the airport? it's aluminum. I, 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 okay, but does al- aluminum or, or, doesn't or, get it detected? Or like, like, like the English say, aluminum. All right. Aluminium. Now, I, I, I need something. If, if, if you're in the TSA and you're listening, let me know, because this is very confusing for me. The, the Sheik actually, this is post 9-11. Sheet pulled down. We don't involve the fucking TSA after a fucking show. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, I mean, if you're listening and you're and you work for TSA or you have, I, I am curious. All right, so the Sheik actually pulled crack rocks yeah, out if you from actually, underneath. If you work for the TSA and you're listening, his email is fuck off. His his his, his email is mica four twenty sixty nine at gmail.com. Yeah. And he's involved in a lot of illegal activities. That poor guy. So the Sheik actually pulled crack rock out. Uh, he uh, he made a crack pipe out of the rest of the aluminum foil. And he's like, I need a place to smoke this. So uh, the promoter, was, he was kind of just like, I don't know what to do. He's like, yeah, sure, go in my kid's room. Wow. So he sat underneath a bunk bed, and I watched the Iron Sheik smoke crack. Did a little bit of you like die on the inside? Yeah, that's shady, man. Yeah, this is early on when I first started going on the road with these guys, with like Tracy Smothers and stuff like that. Mm. And this was my first and honestly only encounter with the Iron Sheik, and my only encounter with someone smoking crack. Would you say uh, you were humbled by this? I was something, Greg. Or to put it another way, were you she- made humble? She can make you this? humble. Well, I did bring the Sheiky a lot of drinks at the show. So technically, I guess I don't know. Maybe I'm humble. You gotta watch out that crack. Oh God! Well, it sounds like you you adopted the role of his personal servant for a day. <laughs> he tried smoking. I would weed. say that's humbling. He tried smoking weed with us later on. It was our weed, and we just kind of blew him. <laughs> we we kind of blew him off because we didn't want to share a bowl or a joint with him. No, uh, we didn't want. Seriously, we didn't want anything no, on the no, show. You got them crack lips. dude. Have you met? You've never met the Iron Sheik. He is not in person. No. Dirty. 
He is so filthy. He is like his teeth missing. I, I don't trust it. I'm not putting anything up to my mouth that has been in his mouth. So he's he's pretty method. It sounds like he's not a. He, this isn't an act. He's actually no spending this is, this days is, in the it, desert. How I how the. <laughs> <laughs> how the Iron Sheik is in interviews that you hear is how he is all the time. Oh, that's not an act, huh? I don't know how he's allowed at like the Hall of Fame ceremonies and stuff like that. Yeah, like, I don't know how it's Brother's okay. kayfabe. He, I keep kayfabe, man. I think he's hilarious. He, oh, no, no. He's great. He is hilarious. But that was just a really weird encounter I his, had. His entire lack of filter, I think, is... is the most entertaining thing in the world. Keep in, oh, I agree. But keep in mind, too, I was 21. I feel like uh, now I'm 37. I would have a different interaction with him i'm a lot well, looser he, now well, yeah. he also never learned uh the things we've all learned about adjusting your vocabulary post 1985 not at all i'm sorry i went off on a tangent now about the iron yeah, sheik smoking have... smoking ball crack rock uh <laughs> uh yeah now uh at this point in the movie that she's still like dancing the, the dance of the three snakes and then she eventually kicks him and and all three of his dicks, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like like it's, it's like slow motion, just like one after the other after the other. It's like wham, right in the kisser, wham, right in the kisser, ram, <laughs> and then fucking he's like doubled over in pain and shit. Straighten the snake. <laughs> <laughs> but before that, he 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 stands up and he declares, like, "You have aroused the three yeah. snakes." Yep. Yeah, it's, it's and fucking they amazing. certainly and they, were. They actually show like under the cloth loin, he's wearing like all those three snakes fucking moving yeah. up and down and shit. Really and she cool. fucking bops him one by one. Yeah, you guys ever see the video? Uh, uh, you know, the adult video of the guy with the two dicks. No, where he can actually like fuck a girl in the ass, and that's it. Uh, well, anyways, uh, so this, <laughs> I don't know what you're gonna do with that third one. Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess if you're Toadie and you have that kind of power, well, that's could, why he could, has a harem. Yeah, needs, that's needs why. That's why. Three different women. And also, like, if you're a frog, why would you be attracted to people? I, I, I imagine that they are like mutant, like half people, half frogs. Yeah, it is kind of weird. Like, uh, like before his uh, his three snakes stand up on end, um, he's sort of just sitting there, like vibrating around and like fingering his cloaca. You know? Yes, the cloaca. Like I don't, I don't really know what the, what his anatomy is. I guess I kind of do, <laughs> but <laughs> but they, yeah, the uh, the snakes emerge. So, so anyways, we get to the point now with uh, the three kicks. Yep, three kicks to the three snakes, and we have the big escape, right? Yes. Well, Sam busts in here with two shotguns. Boom! He's got a shotgun in each hand. Somewhere in a parallel universe, I. Uh, Roddy Roddy Piper, Rowdy Roddy Piper is Ash Williams from Evil Dead. Yeah. Yeah. I can see it. I can too. But like instead of a, a chainsaw, he's just got another shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a shotgun hand. He doesn't believe in double barrel. No. He believes in double fisted. Yes. Mm. Yes. And you know what? So do I. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So I he, like to play uh, Edward in. Forty Hands. He's blasting uh he's blasting shells all over the place and Toadie he somehow misses Toadie. And uh, Easy to kinda, do. he flies up into the rafters like Batman and just escapes into this factory. <laughs> um, and it, actually, strangely enough, you look around the room and all of a sudden everyone has a shotgun. <laughs> this is, I mean, and they're all, they're all cocking I them all at once. I call shotgun! Yeah, they're all, they're all pumping these shotguns, which in real life they'd just be shooting, you know, shells out the... At the wazoo. Out the side everywhere. They're just yeah. wasting ammo. But mm-hmm. they're ev- all of a sudden, everybody is just cocking shotguns. And we realize 
this is probably the fault of uh, Gas Mask. Yes. Yeah. He's been supplying them he with, has been trading, like, with very specific yeah. weaponry. With pump fun. action shotguns. Yes. Yep. Yeah, good close range weaponry. Yeah, but they don't really seem to use them effectively. No, they're frogs. So as we're escaping, uh, first priority is Spangle and Sam are going to go liberate the harem. Yes. Yeah. So they decide they're going to do this through subterfuge. Mm -hmm. Isn't there a certain point when they're outside and um, they're standing next to each other? He has a shotgun. He has both shotguns. And she she notices his necklace, right? And then, oh she's, yeah, yeah, they take a moment yeah. uh, to kind of explain what that's all about. Yeah, and, she's like, uh, Wait, "Who's that? Was, was that? Was that your wife's? Is that your wife's?" She says, "No, it's my daughter's." And I was like, "Oh shit, they, they fucking blew up his daughter." The thing is, it's like Piper is just popping him out left and right. Well, I mean, what daughter are we talking about? Okay, <laughs> I know it was pre <laughs> it was pre war daughter, like the one he cared about. Now he just has a bunch of kids running around that he doesn't give a shit about. Okay, well, and it's not like there's well, Facebook; they can't find him. It's very literally his job, right? To, uh, well, now it is. Well, yeah, it yeah, is now, but like beforehand. I mean, you're gonna get a necklace for every one of these kids. Uh, that sounds oh that sounds man. expensive. It'd be like a candy necklace. Yeah, that would just eat much. them all. Yeah, you can't not eat them all. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Wait, eat the necklaces or eat the kids? Both. Okay. I mean, are we back on this now? How much power do you want? Make a baby smoothie just like the people running the government do. Are we back on sacrificing kids for Thule right now? Is that what we're doing? I mean, if we're going to talk about baby smoothies, uh, well, then you're just Magic Johnson. (laughs) And we come full circle. (laughs) (laughs) I like to call that the Illuminati smoothie. Cures what ails you. All right. So, uh, and then she's just like, oh, sweet. He's not tied down to any dead woman <laughs> so i got that wop uh and uh then uh we get everybody they they get the women they get outside and mm-hmm. that's where uh they they shoot the flare gun off looney shoots a flare gun off yeah, yeah. looney uh, Calhoun finally makes himself useful and he, he fires a flare up which signals our uh our forgotten friend sentinella sentinella yeah. to drive the old car up and uh you know Pick all these kids up from school. Gonna have to face it. You're addicted to love. Sentinella in the background there dancing. She's got that fucking Robert Palmer blaring, and she is flooring it right to Frogtown. And they, they fill this thing up like it's a clown car. They put, I don't know, 7, 10, 15. Uh, yeah, yeah, just yeah. like, just like into the all, car. all of the girls who previously didn't escape has escaped at this point. Just like Kate's vagina from John and Kate plus 8, but reverse. They just shoved them all in there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they shoved right in that pussy wagon, and uh, they're and, going and out. But Looney, good old Looney, he catches a slug, yeah, and he's walking it off. But, you know, everyone's like, hey, he's going to be okay. They get in the truck. He's surrounded by all these gorgeous women, uh, and that's where we uh, we have our uh, our Looney that we didn't really get to know too well, other than the fact that he was Piper's friend. Mm-hmm. At one point, maybe a father figure. Well, he dies a very abrupt death here. He well, does. he looks around, and he's just, like, looking at all these sheer tits. And he's like, man, I could just suck on one of those titties one last time. <laughs> and I'm dead. Yep. If I could just suck a titty or two before I die. Yeah. But, the but, only, but where would I find where, where titty? Where would I find one of those? And the only thing will save oh, me. Oh, Sheila. <laughs> is if you sit on my face. <laughs> I hope in heaven... There's pussy aplenty, just like in this car. Like he starts dying, like, because of the, I love the pussy, Fargo. No, no, no. <laughs> and he dies laying down 
very unlike. I mean, he a was gonna Calhoun. He was gonna die anyways because I mean he's mining uranium. Yeah. Oh, he was impotent as fuck by the time he died. You what think you so? Yeah, it had to be. Yeah. Nah, not just because of the age. Yeah, he was faking it. Well, he hey, it. if only it was this day and age where you could get yourself a blue chew, pop it in, chew it up, and get yourself a bona. But what I thought was kind of interesting about the scene is um, maybe I missed something, but all of a sudden Sam has a noticeable katana on his back. Yeah, that's new. Yeah, I don't know where that while came he's, from. While he's sitting in the car seat, it's just there. And not just that, this is the type of katana that you would win from a state fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a short one. Yep. Yeah. It's like you're playing darts. I want that one. And the guy with like one arm with the sleeve pin up and the fucking limp eye. Fucking, hey, go kid. Like this is and a, gives you a, a short little boy katana. This is a cheap looking prop. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, so he's like, watch the sword. Whatever, and meanwhile, this is going on. We get ourselves a good old-fashioned Mad Max-style chase-off. This Mm -hmm. shit turns into Fury Road for a minute. It does. You could say Fury Road, or I could just say Mad Max the Road Warrior. Well, Um, uh, I feel like a major point of Fury Road was that they were also stealing a harem of women from... uh, the big man, Morton Joe. So are you saying that Fury Road stole this from Welcome? Um, welcome. Hell Comes a Frog Town? As much as I love Fury Road, I think it's one of the best films of the last, even, I don't know, 20 years. That's a hot take. It's fucking beautiful. It is, a real it, is good, good. it is a real good movie, but you know what, Greg? What? I'm with you on that. They stole this. Did they? I, I don't want to say stole. I want to say inspired by. Piper's rolling in his grave right now. Oh, he's he's fucking erect. <laughs> he can he can only roll 180 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> After reading Flair's book and Bret Hart's book, I guarantee you Piper isn't in heaven. So he's. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so uh, we get this big chase, right? Uh, uh, I'm kind of wishy-washy on what happened here in the chase, but eventually they're, uh, they're they... firing mortars out of the frog car, and there's explosions happening all around uh, yep. mm-hmm. our heroes. But what happened to the frogs? Because they get kind of set behind a little bit, right? Well, uh, Sentinella starts shooting them with her. Uh, with that's her right. Sentinella's up there with their fucking amazing tits, just placa 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 placa. You might say she roadblocks them. Do. Momentarily, she does because they actually do go like high by some mountains and shit, and then their frogs somehow just fucking loses them. I think it's too dry for the frogs in this type of climate. <laughs> yeah, this is not, they're not comfortable. Out yeah, there's there, no uh, lily pads, the there's no lagoons. Yeah, I mean, get them away from water long enough, they start drying out. Yeah, we, man. we have an intense chase that stops in a canyon uh, with a man with a significant gas mask pointing an RPG. At our uh, our pink Volkswagen, mm-hmm. and it is revealed. It's Lord Sodom talking all. Oh yes, you were born to Gotham. I was the fucking all hit Bane and shit. Uh-huh. You escaped the frogs, but you won't <laughs> escape the canyon. Well, I was born to Frog Town. You merely adopted it. You molded by it. Yeah. <laughs> and he takes his mask off and it ends up being Adam Sandler. Fuck. This whole time. And he's all like, he's literally in a toll booth, stopping them from passing. Yes. Sing about Hanukkah. Uh, exactly. So it uh so Adam Sandler's up there talking about how there is too many fucking women in this planet, and I'm gonna change it. 
right? Yeah. Uh, so he, he does not have a well thought out plan. Not no. at all. But guess who does have a well thought out plan? Our hero, Sam Hell. Yeah, he fucking he tells the girl behind him. He's he like whispering, like, "Hand me the katana." <laughs> not not overly subtle about it. No, hand me the katana that I got from the state fair. But, Put uh, the katana in my hand. Well, while Sodom is basically monologuing, saying, "Wiggle your um, big toe." <laughs> <laughs> he he tells his whole plan, which is kind of dumb. But he's like, "I've been trading uh, these frogmen weapons, which." mainly shotguns, from what <laughs> yeah, we've seen, yeah, yeah. Uh, that they don't know how to use. Uh, I've been trading them shotguns for uranium, and my amazing plan is to build a nuclear weapon so that I can just wipe the slate clean. Yeah. I just want to start over. I'm sick of all these women for some all reason. All these women. So he's, he's basically just an incel. Yeah, I think yeah. He's, he's tired of women rejecting him. Yeah. Uh, so he just wants to kill everybody. Yep. Because he, unlike our man Sam... Uh, he's not overly potent. And I love that the uh, Sam is asking for the katana and the chick behind him is just like, but I'm a passive. Right, yeah. Uh, we're all going to die. Yeah, he's like, all right, get, we over, get over there, shit. We are going to die. <laughs> yeah, it's an Indiana Jones uh, yeah. moment for yeah. a second. We are going to die. Uh, so she eventually, she doesn't really even do anything. She's just kind of like, she slightly pushes the katana enough so that he can grab it. I don't really know what her what her role yeah, is I don't, in this. Yeah. Uh, her role she, is to be hot. Yeah, but yes. he, he ends up... She's looking uh, real Peg Bundy here, and I'm into that. Sure. Yeah, that's true. But he ends up just whipping this katana into uh, Mr. Sodom's chest. Because that's what katanas were made for. He like, <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's like ninja star to fucking katana. They like, are large, yeah. would do that, but. large throwing knives, yeah. apparently. But he ends up getting away. Yeah, he somehow didn't die from that shit, and he fucking, like, pieces out. Nah, he's fine. He missed all of his organs. Oh, yeah. Uh, so so Sam goes chasing him. Uh, he's laying there, uh, and Sam's like, oh, cool, he's dead. Guess what? He's not. And they <laughs> just start fucking fist fighting. Yeah, fist the cuffs. Rumbling around, bashing each other's heads off of rocks. Yeah. Punching throats. Yeah. Kicking dicks. Yeah. Uh, and we get your classic uh, cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. You know what? None of that happened. I thought he just shot him. No. Well, he did, but then he came back. No, he shot him in the head. That's what happened. You're talking about the fight with Toadie. Yes. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah that's right. No, what happens was... Uh, what, so were you, with this, what were you talking about? Talking about the guy with the fucking sword in his chest. He pops up, and then Sam turns around and goes, Baka! Wasn't that Toadie? Nah. No. Oh, I thought he threw the sword into Toadie's chest. No, it was the other dude. What movie oh. were you watching? There's a clear difference between a person and a, he, uh, and a frog. Oh, apparently different. I, I thought he threw the sword into Toadie. Yeah, so he shoots... Uh, okay, he I shoots apologize. This... I just spoiled the whole ending, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> he shoots the incel in the head and then comes back to find uh, that the, the pink van was blown up by Toadie. Which makes uh, you think all the, all the fucking girls are dead. Yeah, so he fucks up. Uh, he fucks up the other toads. Tells him to fucking beat feet. He has toe to toe with Toadie. Uh, they go at it just like Mario and Toad from and this is Super where Mario we're fucking Two. Things up. This, this is, where, is where we're fucking things up. This is where we're, we're punching eye sockets and we're we're twisting shoulders and dislocating arms. And you guys are not going to believe this, but Roddy Piper wins the fight. No. Yeah, little bit of a tough guy. This is kind of along the lines of the fight scene that he had in uh, They Live. Yeah. You know, except this time it's with the Frogman. Yeah, <laughs> instead of sunglasses, right. or you know, it's it's another minority he's fighting. But oh, we find okay. ourselves well. in a situation <laughs> where Toadie is hanging off a cliff, and Roddy is the only thing holding him up. Yeah, 
It's so like, what do we do? It's, it's, He's got Ronnie like by a, his giant dick. It's, it's almost like another Indiana Jones situation where they're fucking on, on the on the on, yeah. the on the on the on the Jedi bridge and the bridge falling. And, and like, Roddy decides. Kalima. <laughs> You betrayed the villagers. You betrayed Shiba. <laughs> and just what? So Roddy has his choice. Chops off his hand. Either yeah. I either I cut off my own penis or I cut off this frog's arm. Well, I need my penis, so I guess the arm's going to go. Doesn't have to think too long about it. Not so too long. Slices off Toadie's hand. Mm-hmm. Toadie falls, lands in a pile. Uh, I don't know, 50 or so feet below. It's not a real long drop, but it's enough to kill uh, an old dried-out toad in the desert. Right. And then he, you know, walks away triumphantly. But... Still sad because he thinks all the girls are dead, but then... He finds a blown-up car, and he wonders what happened. Yep. Turns out nothing. They're all still Yay! alive. They're all still alive. And everything's good. Yay! Spangler comes running and like and pants and a blouse and like what the fuck she get that fucking pants and blouse from because she was oh, just in. Oh right? man, yeah. And also, uh, we find out that she is still just like, hey, I'm gonna grab my earring and shock your dick. <laughs> he's a oh, and he's like, oh, oh contraire, mon frere. Guess you, <laughs> you weren't there for that chainsaw scene where no, you uh, weren't. Where a frog with an eye patch uh, sawed off my codpiece. Yeah, yeah, blew up in his fucking face. Uh, so they're uh, they're all ready to go. They get in uh, to Cody's Jeep or whatever the hell it was. They're driving back, and Spangle and Piper are talking about going on a nice little spicy date. But after his work is done, yeah, he has to fulfill his duty. He looks back at a fistful of harems, and he says, "A soldier's work is never done. It's got to do your duty." And he is in store for a lifetime of uh, penetration. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is great. Now, Spangle's a cool chick, the fact that like this guy has to fuck all these women. But he's coming home to her. Yeah. He has to. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's his duty. I'm, I'm picturing like a like a Flintstones montage where he's, like, he's clocking into <laughs> work. Jabba, jabba, <laughs> do! <laughs> The first porno I watched when I was a very, very young man, probably too young to be watching porn, was a Flintstones parody. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yabba dabba fucking do is what Fred said to Wilma. And I oh. feel like that's that shaped you for the rest of your life. Yeah. Honestly. Into the man you are today. Yeah. A real real bam bam type, if I had yeah. to describe <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what do we feel about the movie, boys? Famously performed by Stephen Baldwin in the hit oh, 90s movie. Christ, fuck. Wait, no, which, no, that was no, Barney. That was fucking um, Barney Rubble. Nick, that was Nick Moranis. Shit, yeah, who played Bam Bam? Well, no, 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 he played him in the sequel. Did you say Rick Moranis? He, he was in the first one, right? Oh, Rick Moranis. <laughs> he was in the first one Yeah, with John and, Goodman. And the and second Stephen one, Baldwin is, that's, Steve, the it was second Stephen one, yeah. Baldwin and uh, the guy from King, not King of Queens, uh... I know who he's talking he about. Was, yeah, he yeah. was the king in Game of Thrones yeah. at the in the first season. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> That sounds like more an animal than anything else. It's the same thing, technically. You watch the Police Academy movies, you watch the Muppets. Same thing. They both they're both in the fucking uh, Electric Tooth, whatever the fuck that band was. Also, if uh, if Electric Mayhem with Doctor Teeth. If anyone out there is a Rick Moranis fan, which I know you all are. Uh, thoughts and prayers to him right now. If you're the fucking piece of shit that punched Rick Moranis in the face, I will fuck you up. I will eat your dick. 
Yeah, I've seen it. And I don't normally do that. But No. He does it to assert dominance. Yeah, fuck you. Will, how did we feel about... Hell Comes to Frogtown? I give it a five. Five out of five scaries? Yeah. I love that. This is fucking great. Yeah. Greg? Fucking six out of five. I give it seven out of five. This may be one of my favorite movies we reviewed. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. This was great. I love that we all agree on it because apparently when you're podcasting, that's what you do. You get three guys that just all agree on shit. Evidently, yeah. 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 It works out well. Yeah. And fuck you if you didn't like it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I recommend this movie. Might be the the perfect film. Honestly, yeah. I recommend this movie. There's frogmen. There's tanks. There's heavy machine guns. Uh... Uh, just a large emphasis on penises um, and a bunch of hot women. Yeah. yeah. If you're into boobs and you're into a good time and you're into fun prosthetics. And if Rowdy Roddy Piper gets you excited like uh, like he does me, you're going to love this. Yeah. Exactly. If you're a pothead, I highly recommend this movie. But even if you're not, fucking watch this movie. Yeah. If watch the shit in, out uh, of it. In a, a Fibophorian, which I've heard is the, the correct term for... Uh, being aroused by amphibians. Oh, uh, you'll like it. Maybe the maybe even the sequel. Fib- more. Wait, Fibophorian? Amphibophorian? So the sequels, real quick. They now this movie actually sprung three sequels, right? Oh, I thought there was only one. No, no, no. There's three sequels. Uh, I think the last one was in like 2003. Oh. Uh, yeah. I uh, uh, let's see. Hell comes to Frogtown. Uh, sequels. Let me look this up here Part real two, quick. Part uh, two, Hell Leaves Frogtown. Part three, um, Hell Christ. Rents an Apartment Slightly Outside of Frogtown. No, 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 no. The <laughs> second one came out in 1993, which was Return to Frogtown. And then Max Hell Frog Warrior came out in 96. Uh, and then... Uh, That's quite a title. Yes, see. Then the Toad... Yeah, yeah. Max Hell, the Toad Warrior. Uh, and then there was another one that came out in 2003. Um yeah, dude, I'm a I'm a big I haven't watched those sequels. I heard that the movies are not that bad, but what it suffers is is that Roddy Piper isn't in it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So part part three was the Toad Warrior? Yes. Okay, so that means That was uh, one that came out in ninety six. Part Re- four would be Beyond Thunder Toad. <laughs> 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 and then Fury Fury Toad. Oh shit. Guys, on that note, uh if you want to reach us, you could find us at Will, help me out here, brother. On the Instagram and the Twitter, you can hit us up by Damn That Scary. If you want to send us any Gmails for any questions, comments, or concerns, you can hit us at DamnThatScaryPod at gmail.com. Yes. You can also find us on the Slasher app. If you haven't downloaded the Slasher app just yet, what in the fuck are you doing? Oh, Slasher is great. Slasher is a fantastic app. I have a lot of fun on there. There's no politics. Yes. Mike is Boomstick Pitcher. Greg is... Turbo Trioxin? Turbo Trioxin, yes. That's you right. Got it. You got it, man. You got I am it. welcome to primetime on the Slasher app. Slasher app, where all of your dreams come, become nightmares if you're a horror fan. That know. was really good. I, I hope I hope brother likes it. Do you I hope a, so, did, too. Did they sign a secret contract with you between this and last <laughs> Yeah, episode? I wish they did. Hey, 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 hey. Are you a shill? I wish I was. Ah, oh, fuck. Are you getting paid for this? <laughs> hey, Slasher guy. Damon, yeah. Fucking Give Will money. Please. I need it. Yeah. Give us free advertising. Shit, man. That too, yeah. Uh, <laughs> guys, I had a really good time doing this episode. Uh, we are going to continue the theme of post-apocalyptic horror for next week. Uh, not going to bring you anything depressing. We're going to keep it fun. Hopefully. Yes, we have to. 
Yeah, because it's very hard to find the fun post-apocalyptic horror movies, but damn it, I am willed and determined to find another fun one. Oh, they're out there. They are, and they'll be in here, deep mm. inside us. Deeper. <sighs> well, guys, on that note, I'm Micah. I'm Greg. And I am Will. And keep it spooky. Spooky. Love each other. Care for another. All right, that's enough of that shit. All right. That's scary. Grocery shopping day. <laughs> oh, hello, Mr. Cashier. Hello, Mrs. Card Pusher. Hello. How are you doing today? Let's see what the old wife put on the uh, the shopping list today. Let's see what. Um, let's see. Number one, we got a uh, Chris Hamsworth. Oh, that doesn't seem right. I don't. I don't think that was, they sell those here. Uh must be some kind of mistake. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Chris Evans. Oh, boy. This is her celebrity crush list. Awkward. Don't be like this, husband and wife. There's only one place where a list like that belongs, and that's the Eat Sleep List podcast. You can hear us every Friday on BICBP-radio.com. Apple Podcasts, or Spotify.